Thermium, atomic number 100. Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on the 1st of January 2014. I'm your host Dan Train, joining me today, Robert Kemp. Yes. And Zachary Burgess. Timely. And this is Man. episode 100. We've been doing this for like far too long, probably. And additionally, it is our Game of the Year podcast, where yeah. you'll hear us debating various because categories check of Check out things. all those things coinciding together, making this some kind of special podcast. <laughs> Except it's like not. Because we'd be doing this anyway, but it's also episode 100, for which we didn't do anything special. <laughs> Well, we technically did something special for 99. Yeah, that was somewhat special. <laughs> it was just yeah. the ordering of things. <laughs> this is the anti-special. <laughs> just to, just you know, make sure the balance is maintained. Well, obviously, we don't actually care until 128. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's the seven-bit number. That means nothing. It's, it's, we're going to have to have a Dreamcast special. Because, you know, it's 128-bit, yo. Was it? I don't know. I, don't <laughs> I, I think I think at that point they gave up on the bitness. Yeah, probably. Maybe by then Mario One Two Eight will be out and we'll be uh, <laughs> no, blown yeah. away by the game of the generation. <laughs> oh wait, well they get well they sort of get close, didn't they? Super Mario Three D World. Well, it's only one hundred twenty eight. No, it wasn't one hundred twenty eight. It was like four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not quite. They're getting they're getting closer. Uh, <laughs> breakthrough we made four <laughs> we made four Woo. well those Mario versus Donkey Kong games are probably closer with all the mm. mini Marios yeah, that's yes. true yeah. they're like robots they don't really count <laughs> real Marios only in here no fake Marios turning into some kind of Blade Runner style simulantism droidism what would you call it if like replicants what, are they what, in Blade Runner no, yeah, but what what would it be like? You know how you get racism. What would it be? Racism again? I guess they count as a race, probably. Droidisms. Someone's definitely. I'm sure several different science fiction authors have come up with a word, probably different words for that yeah, exact probably. thing. Because presumably, if you're afraid of aliens, that's xenophobia, presumably. Yeah. Like the same as because the word makes more robophobia. sense. Robophobia. Would be robophobia if you're afraid of. But that. But then what do you say if you're afraid of people from, or whatever, or you're phobic of people from different countries? Because currently we say xenophobia, right? Yeah. But what if now there's aliens? Then what word do you use for? Still counts. That still counts. So it's like... Extra xenophobia? As in extra... But extra kind of is from like extraterrestrial, isn't it? As in outside Mm, outside of the earth. Whereas xeno means alien, doesn't it? So that already means... Outside, outside alien phobia. <laughs> outside aliens, as opposed to those inside aliens, those damn Frenchy inside aliens. <laughs> oh man, we better get this shit rolling. Okay, let's get going. There's a lot, there's a lot to do. Episode one. Introducing the first award, the 2012 game of 2013. Woo. As in, what game didn't we get round to last year? Yeah, that we played Pretty this much. year. Thought it was awesome. Well, I have one, but you already discussed it last year for heavily for Game of the Year, so I don't think it counts. 
XCOM? Which is XCOM, yes. I played the <laughs> crap out of that this I mean, year, and it was awesome. I think we're allowed to put things in twice. But... <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, well, yeah. well, since it didn't win Game of the Year last year, I feel like it deserves an award because it was freaking awesome. <laughs> God damn it. But what are the other nominees? All right. The other nominees are Journey, Sonic Racing Transformed. It <laughs> came out in like December. It did, yeah. <laughs> Spec Ops The Line, Dust and Elysian Tail, Awesome Noughts, and that's it. That's a, good, that's a few, a good few decent ones. Which ones did you play the most and enjoy the most this year then is the question, I guess. Like, that's the point in the category, so... <laughs> you played a lot of dust you guys didn't you yeah yeah i I really enjoyed that i mean i know it's it has its flaws but but, and it plays all its cards pretty early i guess the problem with dust but it's uh um it was a it was a fun fun time game you know it was i found it nice because it was so simple in a way you didn't have to you could zone out while playing it hmm um, until you up the difficulty, and then things got a bit hard. But uh, that game put me. I saw you playing it, and you were obviously having a great time. You and Zach playing it, but it put me off completely. I, I can't. Oh, really? I to, yeah, I couldn't. I would. Is it I would the art never style? Play, or it's the, the art style. Yeah, I think probably, and maybe the the look of the platforming gameplay just didn't appeal to me at all. But the art style really put me off. I didn't like it at all. Mm. <laughs> so that's just me, apparently. Is that just but, the characters or the backdrops? or The whole thing, the whole yeah. Thing? The backdrops and the enemies as well. And yeah, and the characters and then, and then the, the, you know, the way they popped up for, I mean, it's, I mean, many games do that, but, but the, for the dialogue scenes, you know, that, that you have that close in oh, yeah, to yeah, art yeah. as well. Didn't like that either. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, so, yeah. Some of the well, like, yeah, I think we agreed with you back in the time that you know the, some of the close-up art isn't so hot. Um, sure, sure. But I can see a lot of effort's yeah. gone into it. It's not like yeah, it's I mean, bad. I just, I, I really uh, like the background art. I think the background art's pretty cool, pretty high class all the way. Through. Yeah, it's well um, done and stuff. It's just um, not for me at all. <laughs> Don't know why. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and then the sort of main, the main, the main character art when you're actually playing the game is fine, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it just doesn't scale that well, I guess. You know, when you see stuff up close, it's only and the cutscenes were kind of, I don't know, it sort of revealed some of those. Uh, well, it made the style look look kind of tacky when you mm-hmm. when everything got a bit big. I don't know why, but possibly too childlike, too old school Saturday morning cartoon like maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe but, that's it. Um, but still, okay, it's a it's a it's a fun time and. Uh, uh, the music by Hyperduck is pretty quality. I don't know. I still have the the some of the some of the tunes from the uh, I don't know the outdoor levels get stuck in my head a mm. little bit. Like some of those string riffs are pretty cool. Save that for later. Oh, wait, wrong year. Oh, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> if we'd have played it last year, that might have been a candidate for best music, but because it was pretty good. Uh, so, what games did yeah. uh, Zach play from the list? Basically, the only one I could come up with, apart from, I guess, Dust, but I'm, I don't know, I might have started playing that last year. Oh, uh, okay. Because Rob didn't get to it until quite a lot later. Uh, I yeah. think it only released on Steam this year. Did it? Yeah, maybe. But the only other thing that was that I saw on the whole list was Super Hexagon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. lulls. Hold on, hold on. Did that really come out last year? Yeah. Yeah, it on did. PC. Oh, on okay. PC, okay. yeah, it's probably okay. probably before that on Android. Probably. I think the Android version came first. 
Right, okay. By, by some margin. That game is just so stripped down. It's even more stripped down than Viva 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 V. Or actually. Well, of course. But it's like, I don't know. It's like Reverse Tempest or something. Or, I don't know. It's crazy. It doesn't need, but Tempest has enemies and stuff. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. But you played a, a whole bunch of it. Yep. And you got pretty good. <laughs> right? Yeah. Kind of fairly hyper-hexagonist. I still can't do the stupid third... It's like the third level is harder than the fourth and fifth by quite some way. Because the fourth and fifth are just remixes of the first two and if you know what the patterns are, you can handle that fairly well. Right. But then the different patterns that are in the third one are really annoying. Is so it... the other things on this list shall we talk about quickly? Like, sure, uh, yeah, of course. So, I don't know if super-hexagon counts. Simply because of its, uh, I don't know, questionable. I guess PC release would have been last year, but I, I get the feeling it came out on other platforms before. Um, don't know. Don't know how to judge that one. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Journey, where we got played this year, which yeah. I thought was an, a very impressive piece of art. Yeah. Shall we say? Um, I mean, that got quite a few. Like, did that get any game of the year awards last year from the uh, major people? I, I think a few people may have tipped their hat that way, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's, your yeah, experience it's, of it... I mean, well, it's a very pretty game. It's very... I, I mean, it's... I don't know how to judge it, really, because I think I felt a little bit disappointed in its length, but in the same way, it didn't really have enough mechanics to last any longer. Yeah. If you know what I mean? It's a very perfectly crafted thing for what it was trying to do, and didn't do any more than that. Um you know, we shouldn't probably count price into this scale or anything, no. but, you know, I'm a, that was probably my biggest complaint about the thing was that it seemed a bit pricey for what you actually got out of it. But then that's, I guess that's like the price of art in a way. It's uh, that kind of thing. But it's, a, yeah, it's a very, very touching, very well-crafted um, thing from start to finish. It, it does have, a, the only flaws with it are some minor mechanical issues when there are actually enemies and um, some, the sometimes confusing nature of what it is you can and can't do mm-hmm. um, in certain areas, such as the sliding sections. When I, I, I seem to remember when I tried to... Uh, I missed something and it was like, oh, I wonder if I can just stop and go back up. And it's like, well, you could stop, but the game wouldn't let you turn around completely. I don't know if it's because the slope wasn't steep enough or something and it's in this one particular place where I tried to do it, but... Yeah, that's um, they get sort of tired out a little bit. <laughs> it's not quite what you'd expect, I guess. Yeah, but it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. But is it the game of last year you enjoyed the most this year? Da, da, da. I don't know. I don't know because if you put it next to Sonic Racing Transformed, <laughs> oh, awesome. I, I ended up playing that quite a lot. And I saw you play that the other day. You're still playing that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because of all the S stuff is pretty difficult <laughs> right yeah you must be the getting expert. close to getting through all that s stuff though like the oh, i don't know stuff. i think i'm only about 40 percent through doing everything again for s rank something like that there's tons of it and i haven't done any of the um um the tournament stuff yet either which is like you know a bit like mario kart i suppose you do a few races in a row so is this like the best kart racer for since what 
What's the well, since, since one of the Mario Karts, I suppose. Since Mario Kart <laughs> Double Dash. Let's go for Double Dash. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite a while. Uh, do you think it's rejuvenated the genre? <laughs> no. I'm not sure I'd go that far. Uh, yeah. genre left of that. No. Of kart like, racing? Well, well, Nintendo doesn't care, so they're just going to continue doing what they do and just put the same thing out over and over. <laughs> yeah. they, they are sort of trying, <laughs> They don't think it's competition. With their like, anti-grab, I suppose, this year and their planes. That's just them like, trying to ma- mash like, what's left of F-Zero into Mario. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> They've yeah. given up with that as well. And there's the gliding in the boats, I suppose, they added to the DS one. That, well, that is just ripping off Transform Dead, I guess. Mm, yeah. So it is sort of influencing Mario Kart, I guess. <laughs> probably that, not. I think I'd one play, they would have got to that point by themselves. Yeah. I think I'd rather play the Sonic than the, the Mario Kart on DS, or whatever. For sure. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that perhaps isn't so great about it was the... Uh, um, I don't know, the power-up selection is... Uh, a little small, I suppose. It's not quite as zany as I would want from a from a kart racer. Mm. You want utterly bizarre stuff, like the um, like the version of Mario Kart they did for the arcade, the Namco Mario Kart things, where you have ridiculous power ups, like that was the off key yeah. horn, which is so so bizarre. Like you're driving around the track and you get an area of effect weapon that just goes. Ah! <laughs> That's not to love. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So yeah, that, that's, that was the only real downfall of that game. It's pretty good looking. Um, well, you know, it's not mind-blowing, but it does exactly what it needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, track selection is good. Music is... Music's good, but I wouldn't say it's the best that it's had because you know, the last Sonic Racing game just ripped music straight out of the games that, were, that, were, that it was relevant to. So it was, right. So you just um, whereas this, this time they've tried to do a sort of remix specific to each track and... The problem is that that kind of homogenizes them all into sort of being a bit the same. Right, despite them having, you know, influenced by or remixes of stuff from the relevant games, they're still... Yeah, they, they, of... they, some, some of them end up... I think Richard Jack did a lot of it, you know, the guy from Jet Set oh, Radio him. and yeah, yeah. Sega stuff. I think he was involved in most of it. Um, but yeah, the problem is it all ends up sounding a bit samey. Um, which keeps a consistent feel, I suppose. But I think I would have preferred everything to be a little bit more... A little more varied. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are some tracks that stand out, like the Samba De Janeiro track obviously stands out, and the Jet Set Radio music is mostly unchanged. Okay. Um, well, that, I guess that fits in already with his style, because he did that some of that stuff. Yeah, he did some of it, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. More than I thought I sort of expected to, because I kind of enjoyed the last one, but thought it needed work, and... Um, some of the ideas were kind of not so great, you know. And, um, but this time they seem to have got it, got it much, much closer to perfection. Good job, Sumo. Good job. And also, any reference to Panzer Dragoon, In- <laughs> instant win. <laughs> Especially after the debacle of Crimson Dragon. Oh, oh god, hey. we'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Um, uh, and so the other thing, uh, I guess the. the uh, well, no, it's not the last thing, um, but Spec Ops we covered earlier yep. in the year. You were, you were um, keen, on, keen on Spec Ops. Yeah, I'm very impressed with the narrative in that. Yeah, yeah. That, that seems to be the key, uh, you know, selling point of that game. is the, It was, a, it was the its trick. Yeah. <laughs> the narrative was its sort of, sort of stealth 
thing, really. Oh, I'm trying to figure a word. It kind of, it, I don't think anyone really saw it coming that that was what it was trying to do. Right. Um, that the narrative was going to be the focus because you know every every bit of advertising sort of shows you know oh it's a third person shooter but a realistic sort of modern warfare style third person shooter. Like, as um, uh, as Yahtzee would say, spunk goggle wee wee. <laughs> yeah, a little but bit. He really liked it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a uh, once you, once you realise what the story is doing, which admittedly you might not realise until quite late unless you know what you're getting in into, and then the wool is lifted from your eyes, and you're just like, oh, oh, oh that's very clever, <laughs> right? And then it all becomes worth it. It's a yeah, uh, very very ambitious, very successful successful game, and what it's trying to do satire game satire. Again, in a way, yeah. <laughs> but successful because you're not expecting it exactly too much. When you might have heard something about it before you play it, but um. <laughs> maybe maybe this is something to add to the best trend but i guess it's been going on for a while is like this the idea of subversion games seems mm. to I, I, feel, I feel like it's been coming up more often mm. like you know things that just try and bend the rules a little in in ways you don't quite anticipate anticipate Ant- anticipate <laughs> gonna anticipate it <laughs> That's when you were anticipating, but then you thought it. Then you decided actually it's not going to happen, so you anticipate. Wait, let me anticipate that. <laughs> it's been quite fit this year, I'm sure. Uh, and the only other thing I should mention is also knots because damn, uh, like that game may win my most time spent award of this year. Oh, yes, of course. Well, that 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 could be a, a contender for this though, right? Well, quite a big one. Definitely, I I think it's a really really well crafted game. But hmm. um, I have a, you know, naturally I have the occasional problem with some of its netcode, but I don't think that's avoidable. I think every game has problems with its netcode in, in some places. But um, uh, yeah, I just found it massively fun, and it's a it's a good introduction to the concepts of of some of these Dota esque style games, these MOBAs, right? Yeah, because um, um, it is basically the same mechanics, but the uh, I guess the 2D platforming stuff makes it a lot more accessible mm. um, than the sort of clicky point and click um, old yeah. style strategy. Well, control. that's the one thing that sort of like puts me away from Dota. I think I think I might be able to get into it, but I just don't fancy the idea of playing it like with an RTS control scheme. You know, if it was more direct control, maybe it would be better for me. But mm. as it, as it stands, I'm not sure I really want to get into it. Um, whereas also not, you know, direct control mobile. What's not to love? It's like it's it brings back those Monday night combat memories without being Monday night combat. Because God oh, damn it, to be Monday night combat. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm with you. I think I pr- would prefer like the original Monday night combat to have people playing it. Yeah. Um, damn it. Yeah, it's a real people shame. People still playing uh, Awesomeauts then? I mean, it's been how? Oh yeah, the, the Awesomeauts community is still really. No, the Awesomeauts community is still really strong. Okay, cool. Um, there's, there's always there's always a game to play. Um, Randoms. This is the first time I think I've done this on Steam, but I've connected with randoms. Like, through, you can't really avoid game. it, can you? But, well, you know, you, well, you know I mean, people, I've added people that I've ended up having really good sessions with to my friends list and stuff like that and actively seeking them out and stuff like that when I go to play it. And I don't think I've done that with any other Steam game before. Hmm. I mean, it's happened in Halo, but it's uh, 
sort of happened coincidentally in Team Fortress just because we went to that oh, yeah. server and everyone was always there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> Those same people that we saw, see all the time. Which is pretty great. <laughs> cool. Uh, so yeah, we... so big, big big thumbs up for me. I just need to somehow convince you and Zach to perhaps play it and then we can have a, an awesome, awesome you... three-player three <laughs> team. Because it's, it's perfect for us is the problem because it's three-player teams. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's quite uncommon. So that works out quite well. <laughs> did you buy it for Zach for Christmas? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and okay. he immediately said, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> awesome. The thing is, he'll probably get super into it if he plays it. That's the, won't you, Zach? That's the trouble. Don't know about that. What What are you? What What puts you against Norse awesome Norse then? I don't know. I don't think that's a very appealing game to play over and over and over. Even though I play games over and over and over, I don't like that one. <laughs> right, okay. So you wouldn't put it as best game of last year for for this year? No. <laughs> okay. Mainly because I didn't play it, so like, I can't actually play <laughs> so that. Okay, okay. Well, none of, we're, we're not going to get very far if we have to have played all the games. Well, um, no. So, well, let's uh, go. Let's go. Let's start talking cuts. So, if no one's got any more nominations, we do this okay. that seriously. I mean, come on! It's just like we just have to pick one. Yeah, Super I think it did come out last year, by the way, on all platforms. Oh, did it? Okay, it was iOS in like November, and then Steam in like December, and then all the rest of them came in for 2013. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. I assumed it was a lot, a lot earlier than that. Maybe it was like just in the news earlier than that, I guess, and then yeah, it actually came out. Duh. Weird. Uh, I want to split it between either Dust. Well, my 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 top two, I suppose. Like, given that you guys aren't going to agree with Awesome Nods, um, I want to put forward Dust and Sonic. Okay. As as my choices. Um, not because I don't think XCOM is a great game. I think that XCOM didn't really have a lot of, I don't know, momentum this year. Right. Um. You I know, guess they put that, out the expansion, had that expansion, but, but yeah. I'm not sure it made the, that big a deal. I mean, I suppose the iOS version came out this year, didn't it? Or yeah, yeah, I it did. More, I guess, and lots of people, put, lots of stupid people, put the put the expansion on their game of the year lists. It's like it's not a game. No, I don't, no, I don't agree dumb. with that. No, that's yeah. dumb. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I think the expansion sounded pretty cool, but I, there didn't seem to be a big deal when it actually came out that I saw. Um, no, in fact, I don't, I don't think, think I've made... seen any reviews of it. I, I saw. I think GT did one. Um, I saw a bunch of previews. So I must have just missed them. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd be interested about. in that because that looked pretty cool in some ways. And yeah, just I mean, adding they, more they... maps and stuff was cool. I mean, people had a bit of a problem thinking that the, that the sort of human love the alien faction, whoever they're called, um, right? Yeah, that you sort of end up having to fight against as well, weren't that well formed, um, right? That they sort of became more of an annoyance than. I don't think you see them much more than like. I think they're an early game thing, aren't they? Those guys or something? Because you can kind of kill them. You can kind of get rid of them completely. I think. But then again, those like special missions kept coming up even in the in the main game, don't they? Where you're only fighting the the thin men men. stuff. Thin men. That's it. That's kind of cool, though. I like those. The Um, problem is, is you get so overpowered for those missions. Like that's why you you train up your rookies, I guess. Yeah. Use your shit themes. Yeah, yeah, indeed. It is a quality game. I'm just not sure it had much, had enough momentum. This year. Okay, cool. So we got, well, so what about Dust then, Zeg? And I think that could, that could be it. Well, it was on several 
game of the year this last year, I guess, in some way or another. And then we played it this year. So, so you know, I guess that's a very different issue. <laughs> Based on everyone else's opinion, it deserves to be there. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. you guys both liked it and played it a bunch, so. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'd, I'd start playing for it a second time in hard mode and occasionally go back to it. But yeah, so it's, did I, but then I it's super hard. <laughs> well, it's, it's the, it, that was the um, one other major problem with it. It was like it was super hard until you get the cheapo tactic. Cheapo tactic? It's an aerial lightning dust storm. <laughs> just oh, yeah. destroys literally everything ever. <laughs> Pretty much. Because everyone goes into a bit of a stun lock. Yeah, then so you uh, just do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that seems like a bit of a flaw if there's some crazy <laughs> exploit. I mean, it doesn't always work. Some of the some of the areas get so filled with enemies and some of the special enemies and stuff starts exploding that if you're not paying attention, you're probably going to get hurt in some way. Yeah. I'm not sure you could just milk it, but... It's like when you get that power, you've pretty much just gone through the hardest bit with all like the stupid ant things that poison you and the rock things that you have to ca- parry counter and all the goddamn exploding mushrooms oh yeah that's like the hardest bit that and is then, hard then, then you get like the superpower and just when you go to the graveyard it's like oh zombies murder you all <laughs> yeah I guess that whole zombie section is the weak point of the game I didn't enjoy that that much it went on for a long time it did go it went on for a bit long <laughs> but the rest of it's fine the snow stuff was cool uh, maybe I don't know that I was more about the actual levels than the enemies at that point because the enemies up there weren't really interesting I know I mean they had, dogs. they had that blue crystal lady I suppose which yeah. was kind of weird it only turned up like once or twice in that bit yeah hmm. so what are you thinking Dust or Sonic unless anyone's got any other thoughts on the others it's not Sonic. <laughs> not Sonic? Oh, All right, that means it's Dustin. Yeah. It's looking like dust. Okay, Dustin and Leafing right. Tail. 2012 game of 2013. Happy salads. <laughs> Next category. <laughs> Next category. The best game that hasn't really come out yet. <laughs> so this is, this is like a special mention to the ridiculous nature of early access, which yeah. has become such a thing this year. Um, Apparently. And that there are... There are a couple of notable games, I suppose, that aren't out, but are still pretty good in their current form. Um, and you may have to correct me on my first nomination, because I don't actually know if it's been officially released or not, but naturally, Kerbal Space Program. No, oh, yeah. Alpha or whatever. Still alpha. It's unbelievable. Kerbal Space Program, uh, let's see. Where's my uh, playtime on that shit? <laughs> Considering I didn't actually get to any other planets other than the Mun. Uh <laughs> the Mun. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's called The Mun. Let's see. Well, it depends whether you, whether you actually agree that it has an out on you or not. Oh, does it? Apparently, apparently, the, apparently it probably doesn't, but everyone thinks it does. 26 hours. Oh. Is the font that crap? <laughs> Maybe. It, it may be the most fun you can have in an early access game. It's freaking great. Maybe, maybe you, you can spend hours just not really doing anything as well, which is really dumb. <laughs> like waiting for your bird or whatever, because it's quite, it's quite hard to do the sometimes to get the timings right with the acceleration, time acceleration and stuff. It still takes time, yeah. Yeah. and you have to set it all up and everything, and then you screw it up, and you have to do 
more. Just, you have to be kind of patient, I think, to enjoy that game. Yeah. Once I actually I remembered like that. that there was a quick save, that was when it became a bit easier. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, now I can save a like several days before I actually have to burn, so if I accidentally time walk past it, I can just reload that. <laughs> I didn't realise there was a quick save for so long. It was ridiculous. Although, really, you should probably just get that mod that ha- like has an automatic timer where you just set a time and then it automatically kicks it out of time warp. Yeah, I probably need that kind of thing. I don't know. I'm not very good at planning. Like, I was trying desperately the other day to try and work out how to do a free return tra- trajectory around the, the, the MUN, but I, c- I just couldn't plot it no matter how. Because I have to, you know, you get the little UI and stuff to, and we drag the ball around and stuff and try and planet and stuff but i just couldn't get it right i don't know why i think i was tilted at an angle for some reason but it's like god damn it we want free return trajectory because it's cool it's not actually that useful though no but i don't know i just wanted to try burning once and then coming all the way back without having to do anything else that would be cool Hmm. anyway yes you probably have to be pretty goddamn precisely vertically aligned yeah, because otherwise you just the, the angle gets like amplified so much when you go past. Yeah, that's the trouble. You just fly upwards. Yeah. Damn it. Anyway, yes. So there's so, that, and even the other notable entry I got is Starbound. Yeah, but I suppose okay. games like Prison Architect came out as well. Yeah, but we didn't play access. it. <laughs> we didn't play it, um, and a lot of people say that it's you know it's kind of flawed and is like is. As far as an unfinished game goes, that one's probably the most unfinished. I don't know. It's like, it's similar to some other games that I've played that aren't finished, where it's just like, it works as a kind of a sandbox of just building a thing, mm. and the, the systems that exist in it mostly all work together. Mm. But there's just not very much in it. <laughs> right, I see. They've got most of the framework down, they just need... Yeah, flesh out the content so and, and then make sure all the stuff that they add balances with the stuff that's there before. Yeah. Is um, it likely that Starbound will be eligible for this category next year? <laughs> Possibly. <Yeah. laughs> Quite probably. I guess that's the then again, probably Kevin's Twitch program will as well. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Just uh, the shit yeah. with early access. It's like, you know, how long is stuff going to stay in there? It's but a bit Starbound of a really did only just, like, not come out. <laughs> well, at least it at least it released into beta. They didn't call it oh, an alpha. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Are they calling Kerbal Space Program an alpha? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think so. Still. It's definitely a beta. I thought beta was supposed to be like when you're mostly feature complete. Yeah, which I guess Kerbal which really isn't. isn't. Right. Yeah, yeah. Self fair probably isn't either. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Maybe that makes sense. Depends what you define a feature as. Because well, it's like Starbound is kind of feature complete, but not content complete. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's not progression complete, is it? Either really. No. It's, I suppose. They're, it's mechanically not down yet. Not set in stone. So I'm, I'm not sure there's much of an argument on this one. Really, it's got to be mm-hmm. Kerbal. Kerbal's awesome. Starbound is so awesome, but it's just not. It's like it came out so late; they didn't have time to put enough in it to make it more awesome. It's not as awesome as Terraria yet, is it? No, but it's. it's, It will be. It should be because it's like it's clearly a more like robust. Yeah. System. I think it has the potential. Definitely to be better than Terraria. I reckon next year will be Starbound. 
it, yeah, it feels like there will be well, this more. year sorry and they modded like the last patch they did before christmas they i think they're spending a bit too much time like implementing mods and not just working on the stuff they already had planned right because they implemented the mod which is like now you can build sky rails like bioshock and go Wee! And like that's totally unnecessary why and plus which is like it was already a mod that worked so you didn't even have to I mean, I guess technically that maybe reduces the amount of work you had to do to put it into the actual game properly, but mm. <laughs> even so, leave that shit alone. Do the things that you already had planned. Oh, you know, since maybe maybe it was like, well, we've got the beta out. It's the end of the year. Devs are just going to have a bit of fun for the last week or so. Maybe. Just, just making silly stuff. So yeah. is that it then, uh, the uh, unfinished game of 2013, Kerbal Space Program? And secretly, Correct. the unfinished game of ever is Dwarf Fortress because that's never going to be finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although, on the other hand, I don't think it, I'm not sure it actually had a single release last year. Really, not one. Mm, maybe not. Potentially, I mean, I haven't played it in pretty much the entire year because I'm still waiting for the next big patch. Right. And even and I still know that the next big patch isn't actually going to fix any of the things that I care about. So I'm waiting for the one after that. Hmm. Is there still much buzz around Dwarf Fortress, or is it sort of... Do you reckon it's petering out now? Well, it's only petering out because there hasn't been a release. Mm. That was what happened last time, when, they, when it had been ages between releases the last time he did it, and then it was like, when that release came out, he made a shit ton of money, because all the donations came in. No, suddenly. Well, yeah, of course they would, I suppose. Unless he's working on something else. He hasn't told anyone yet. <laughs> I doubt it. Mm. So, yeah. Best game that hasn't really come out yet, then. Kerbal Space Program. Okay, next category. Best graphic. Graphic? Graphics. Graphics. (laughs) Aesthetic slash art. Okay. I've got some, actually, I need to add some more to this. (laughs) And the nominees? You can just remember it. I know, but it's just to be thorough, and if I'm looking back at my notes and, like next year <laughs> see what we did a whole year from now yeah um, so my picks have been uh, Blood Dragon sure because it's you know super fucking crazy a crazy Far Cry 3 uh, expansion sort of standalone thing Devil May Cry because you know it's it's got a pretty cool way of dealing with art and all the styling mm-hmm. of, between the levels and all the uh, all the unique stuff it does level to level is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, Bioshock Infinite. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more I should add to this list. Yep, um, probably. Right, what do we need to add? Hmm. You got like crazy shit like antechamber and stuff. I don't know. Yep, that's <laughs> obvious. Okay, put that on there. Uh... What about, have we got any um, indie stuff? I've been playing a bit of Guacamole. That looks pretty nice in a kind of arty way. But it's fairly Yeah, I should go around and play that. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. like it, but it's, I, I think it's it's sort of reminiscent of, I don't know, Outland, I suppose. Uh, a little, because, because of it's sort of like, well, it's sort of not. It's like the game looks like Outland, but the art definitely doesn't, if you see what I mean. Mm. Um, mm. Uh but I don't know. I don't, I don't know about Guacamole. It's a. I think I, I'm, I'm. I'm almost entirely certain they execute on their design. Yeah. Know, what they're what they're going to do. Like, uh, yeah. To 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 a perfect, probably perfectly. 
mm-hmm. but not 100 percent sure that means that makes it like the best art <laughs> i guess yeah absolutely yeah it, maybe it's the just best execution a... of their theme yeah i mean the theme really helps the game i guess and the art really helps the game in a way you know that's kind of integral which is kind of mm. cool but um well, it lifts it it, it, it I, it probably lifts that game from what being like another Metroid clone into something good. Yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean? Just a, just a very basic platformer into something very unique. You can have Rayman Legends and <laughs> carry on from Origins. Just have the same game, yeah. basically, in the same yeah. category. Well, they have well, kind of graphics to up a little more. I mean, it was yeah, pretty good they've already. Tried, they've sort of... 3D'd it in a weird way, haven't they? Like, now, yeah. the graphics don't look as flat as they did in. But I don't know if I like that. <laughs> no. I, I, I'm not sure which of the styles I prefer. Wind Walker HD. Wind Walker. Wind Waker HD. <laughs> Wind Waker. That, that can't count, surely. I mean, that looks amazing. No, but, it's, I mean, it's a re-release, but yeah, that always looked amazing. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm discounting that. They okay. did work on it. <laughs> they did work on it, and I, you know, I'm with you in that. I think it's a good-looking game, but what about the art in like I don't know Animal Crossing? No, probably not. Um, no. no. Any, any DS <laughs> games? Pokemon? No. No. None of that no. art is that great. What about Rogue Legacy? It's a pretty cool-looking game. <laughs> That's not that. It's just mm. like yeah, generic pixelarty. Mm. Yeah. Bit trip. <laughs> Not really. No. <laughs> Again, they, it's a good game. I think it's a good, I, uh, a good sticking to the theme. If you know what I mean, a good execution of the theme they were going for. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean I like it all that much. <laughs> mm. Everyone seems to think the swapper looks amazing, but I don't know. It was just kind of yeah, yeah. I'm, that looks I'm a little sure pixelarty as well. Yeah, but it's not. That's the trouble. It's like I don't know how. You can never... Well, no, I do know how. You can never really see it in any screenshot of it because, like, the majority of the time when you play that game, the screen is just all kinds of, like, constantly glitching and fuzzing and blurring and all kinds of weird things. I'm not not sure how much of it is, like, necessary, but... <laughs> and then, I, I mean, people keep saying that, that, like, the art style is meant to be... It's like all the all the objects of like found objects that we've taken photos of and made things out of, and I'm like, I can't see it. <laughs> I just look at that game. And I'm just like, it just looks like regular art. I don't see where the real objects that you've taken photos of are in this mess. Mm. But supposedly that's what it is. I'm going to add the Last of Us to this discussion, not because. I'm trying to keep it separate from the technical side, which again on PS3 is a pretty impressive thing. But because of all the unique art in it, volume of art probably is where that most art was. Most, yeah, most art. <laughs> most art. <laughs> well, have we got have we got ninty games like Super Mario Three D World and um, and like well, they don't look any different. They've been the same for ages. I don't know. Yeah. That actually does I, look I, I, a I think... bit different. Like Three D World does. Uh, I mean, somewhat, potentially, about the I mean, in theory, if we played it, we might think it looks different because at last it's in HD. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I played it, but, but we played it, it did look really, really much. good. Yeah, I didn't play loads of it, but um... I know it is that and Lost World are the two games at the moment that make me sort of want a Wii U. But I'm going to have to try and hold off until. <laughs> well, you, you know, you Smash can't just Rose. hold off until Smash Bros. and you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, it is you might even be... be able to find a deal on those games if yeah. you know, it's Nintendo. Well, well, or Sonic, you will anyway. Sonic, you will. yeah. I mean, it's what Smash Bros. is like this year, isn't it? But, so, Supposedly. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sort of with Zach in that I think they probably look good, 
but I'm not sure it's that much of an evolution of Ninty's no. art style. Well, it's always um, quite slow, isn't it? And with the exception of Wind Waker, I think, which was the most dramatic kind of art style change you've ever probably yeah. seen from Nintendo. Yeah, but you know what? The jump from like Sunshine to Galaxy was noticeable. The jump from 64 to <laughs> Sunshine was pretty noticeable. Yeah, but it's you know, kind of... just just in style, not in tech. But right, yeah. Um, but this is kind of, I guess, you're saying is just a continuation the of, yeah. of the Galaxy look or the th- 3D land look or whatever. Well, yeah, both of those kind of draw heavily, I think, from the Galaxy look. Mm. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, Not innovative they, they, enough. They, they in, may be very good, era. but yeah, I don't think it's award worthy. Mm, okay. Um, I'm not so sure about Antichamber, if I'm honest. I think it's a fantastic. I think it's a very clever game, and I think the aesthetic does help the game. But there is something about certain. If you were to just take a screenshot of that game, yeah, it's really stark. It's, and... it's kind of. I don't think it stands out that well on its own. Yeah. <laughs> it's Why? like I think it's very recognizable but I don't think that's what the category's about <laughs> not <Okay>. most unique <laughs> fair deuce. okay um, I don't know there's something about some some of the areas where you've got that just ridiculous light some in some places like not really ridiculous light well you know like big patches of green coloured light the way yeah. it is just a circle it's not actually light though <laughs> no it's but just I don't colour know. on the walls yeah well, I, I think it works with the game. I just don't think it's the most beautiful. <laughs> I can't imagine that game any other way, in fairness. But <laughs> well, they could have done it even more. They could have really done without the colour if they wanted to. Made it just black and white. That would have been weird. That would have been kind of cool. <laughs> but then maybe the block stuff might not have been. Well, yeah, they so needed- easier. But then again, they could have kept the blocks as colours, I guess. Yeah. Because the blocks, make, make the blocks that... only ever, like, the only reason to have them is to build them into specific patterns that fill in, like, door locks or whatever. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Although then, 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 then they couldn't have used their... Spoilers for when you guys play Antifamer, but they couldn't have used their cheap trick of making it so that when there's a, when there's a bit of wall that's illuminated blue, or pa- painted blue, it's like, that wall is actually made of blue blocks! If you oh, just yeah, click yeah. on it, you can de- de- destroy it. Yeah. Stealthy. Yeah, I think you showed me a bit of that. So stealthy. Mm. I'm looking forward to playing that, although I think I know most of the tricks, unfortunately, because like, having watched you play it. Well, how much of the gun I... mechanics? That's, it's, it's not even necessarily knowing the tricks for the gun mechanics sometimes. It's just like pulling it off. Yeah. It could be a pain. Yeah. yeah, I'm still looking forward to playing that, though. Um, for myself. Cool. So, um, Bioshock, the lighting, that was awesome. <laughs> and the art design in general was really, really good. Yeah. I know that is the thing. Like, they're so, the, the world is so well realized in Bioshock Infinite. And I mean, the is style it even better is... than the, the Rapture stuff? Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. leveled up, which is pretty cool. I don't think so... anyone else is doing that kind of, quite that. Oh, I don't know. They are. I mean, Last of Us or whatever, but like, it, it's not as like stylized, or you know. No, not... I mean the Bio- Bioshock universe definitely has a style that's sort of <laughs> slightly jaunty, I suppose. Um, yeah, feel to it all, and and the world's always even even Rapture felt sort of clean in a weird way. 
Mm. Despite the fact it was all destroyed and there's crap everywhere, it's sort of like everything felt very, you know, when you saw any bit of metal or something, it was always a very clean surface, a very shiny surface. And it's mm. all of Bioshock Infinite is quite clean and shiny. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's something about, I don't know what they did. It's 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 kind of the same thing with uh, GTA Five. actually. Not not the same, but the uh, same kind of feeling, that they've just done something magical with the lighting and I can't put my finger on what actually it is, but it works so well. It looks so like well. sun. Yeah, exactly. And that seems to be a weirdly hard thing for people to pull off, but it just looks like actual sun. Yeah, and they seem to have done it. Yeah, and and like in GTA Five, it it looks like actual California specific sunset, which is really weird. I don't know how they did it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, controversial option, Sim City, for sort of nailing that sort of tilt shifty look. Yeah. Well, well. That wasn't wasn't as good as in the yeah, and also if you actually zoomed all the way in, it was kind of it it was kind of crappy in their classic way. It's like oh look at this really terrible, terrible animation because that you can only see on the little dudes. Like their walking animation is just like they're not on the ground. They're just like well yeah, but they're like jiggling along. I suppose you're never really supposed to go that far in. Yeah, but you can't make a tilt shift if you can't zoom. Like down to ground level, and then like look along a street or something. But that, but that the way tilt shift is supposed to like you know everyone use those tilt shift things to then make everything move like really fast ends or something. Yeah, I guess you want to play it and, like up the speed by a few levels. <laughs> they shouldn't. Have, I don't know if they shouldn't have let you zoom in as far. It's just like the whole point of tilt shift is you're meant to be looking down from like high up, and that helps it because that makes it look small from the tilt shift effect. But if you oh. zoom all the way in and then you're still looking at just like a big blurry thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> so it was controversial. <laughs> um. mm, okay. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not I don't think SimCity. I, I get where you're coming like, from. The, like, the terrain and stuff was not great either. Like, the standard crappy grass textures. <laughs> yeah. I know you guys haven't seen much of it, but I do want to raise the case for DMC because I think it is one of those like the whole yeah, of aesthetic of that game. Like, well, I saw you play. Yeah, I saw you fighting a boss, and it was freaking crazy. Oh yeah. Oh, balls. which boss did you see? Was it the? Uh, I don't know. Was it the? Um... Oh, you know, I think you watched the club boss. Yeah. 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 Um, the fetus. The fetus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That was mental. That was. It was a pretty nasty one. <laughs> the club level itself is pretty awesome. In a club start. <laughs> The aesthetic of that game always hangs together very well. And it goes through a number of different changes. Like towards the end, you get this level where you're um, essentially assaulting the tower. But it's the way the level is told um, as if you're going over the plan. So as you're playing through it, the game sort of like plays out the planning, like you guys talking about the plan and Kat will tell you about, oh yeah, then you need to do this, do this. But when that happens, the the aesthetic of the world turns to a chalkboard with hmm. bits, with arrows b- being drawn on it to say, you need to go this way and stuff like that. And it's really cool. Like touches like that throughout the whole game just keep happening. That's the, that's the one level where that happens in. And it's like they don't really go back to ideas. They use it where it's appropriate. We wouldn't um, want to go back to an idea like that. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't make sense in the story. I Unless suppose, it was but... like 
I guess that could work in like some kind of military game where it's like every mission was planned out. Yeah, but it's the fact that it does it mid-level. It doesn't cut away to a cutscene or something that, that you're just walking around these corridors and then it all changes well, to, yeah. to this chalkboard, but it's still you doing stuff, and it's it's awesome. Cool. And Raptor News. Goddamn Raptor News. <laughs> Funny. Not the graphics. So, so would you take uh, DMC over um, Bioshock on, in terms of the gra- aesthetics? I'm sort of torn on that front, I think. Okay. I think I think DMC does a lot of has has probably uh, you know well, it's got a lot more crazy. Yeah, it's got a lot more crazy variety as well. Yeah, although and there is not, some variety. In there aren't really bad ideas in that look. I suppose perhaps they fall back to the gothic stuff reasonably often, but that's but that's kind of in the roots of the series, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, best. The only thing I'm not sure about, like with Bioshock's presentation, I suppose, is like that tear effect. Right. It's like I don't necessarily mind the fact that it sort of has a you know a harsh uh, stopping point between where the tear starts and ends. But I thought it was a bit weird that they chose it to look like static. Yeah, the static television look or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because what basis is that? <laughs> I don't know. For 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 like a. A mystical power. <laughs> what kind of? Yeah. What would that be based on? What kind of rooting in science would cause TV static? And that's true. Although I don't know how you'd depict something that's like there but not there. Um, yeah. But, so it is kind of a clever solution. Probably but smoky also, or ghosty, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, more ghosty. Like I don't know. Um, it felt, felt uh, perhaps a little wispy. out of place with the rest of the hmm. with the rest of the world. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not sure that... Well, you didn't really have TVs much or at all throughout that thing. I suppose the only time... And I thought that... I guess when you go to the, that prison area and there's that really odd... Um, there is that one Projector console thing. that looks like it's yeah. got, like, screens and stuff on it. And it's like it's like the one time you see televisions. Right, yeah. Because everything else is done with those scopes, whatever they were called. Yeah, the cinescope things. Yeah. Yeah. They're called. Yeah. That's true. Maybe they was a that maybe that was a mistake putting those screens there. Didn't then, really like that prison yeah. level anyway. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so where are we? Got Devil May Cry. Uh, uh, Blood Dragon. We haven't really talked about, but that's, I guess we've only really seen it briefly. And that's just crazy over the top. I mean, it does yeah. look mega eighties. VHS balls, Again, crazy. They've nailed what they were going for. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's not much to it other than that. I guess I don't know. No, no. And not that the, the the game should really factor into this discussion, but uh, for the graphics, uh, but I don't know. It's, but just, it's the whole package, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. That's what you got to talk about. Is it? Does it have a better package than DMC? Not sure it does. No, exactly. Um, it's just got that one trick, really, which is the crazy neo '80s thing. Super Neon! Which is awesome. Cyan and Pink. It looks freaking crazy. But yeah, I think that would burn my eyes out if I had to play a whole game of that. Alright, so I guess it's... uh, um, uh, Narrowing it down, I think it's going to be between... Well, the three we've got really standing are DMC, Bioshock and The Last of Us. So where does Zach weigh in on these? Not that he's he's seen them. No, I haven't seen any of those really. (laughs) You you must have seen some DMC and some 
Only about sure? the same as what you saw, I guess, when Rob right, was playing okay. when you were here. Okay. So do you have any... I mean, what's your, what's your pick for, for this category? I don't know. What's your favourite of the year, regardless of what we're left with? Is it anti-chamber? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, Good um, um. <laughs> <laughs> we discount Andy Javis. So, okay. Um, so, The Last of Us, then. Yeah, well, The Last of Us, as we discussed earlier, I think is like just for most art. Again, they keep the, art, the style yeah. they keep throughout the whole thing is nice. Like the the when they want to put, um, I, I suppose, uh, put a full stop on a scene, they'll just do a hard cut to black or something, and they'll like the subtitle for the, like where you when you're changing seasons or something is just a. You know, it's a hard cut and it will say like fall or something on the screen and even yeah. the intro, at the end of the intro sequence it does that as well where it just goes cut the last of us and it's uh yeah um it maintains its style throughout again keep, keeps it very um and it's but it but it is ultimately a very naughty dog looking game if you know what i mean that yeah that yeah sort of style that and uncharted look yeah yeah it is it does it does look like that, but it's the it's the fact that there are so many unique areas, and like sometimes there, there may be places you might not walk into, I guess. But you'll walk into this room, and it will have so much unique stuff in there. Like there'll be a poster on the wall that you haven't seen before, or there'll be there'll be a book open with a specific scribble on it that's just relevant that to what's going. Place. Yeah, yeah, just for that house or or, or family portrait stuff like that, and it's. So the fact that they've gone into that much detail everywhere. Mm-hmm. The dormitory. There's a bit where you go into a student's dorm and every dorm is, has different posters and stuff like that. Or, you know, I, I guess there's occasional duplicate, but that's sort of believable, like that two mm. people might have the same poster. Yeah. And it's... That is pretty... Uh, that's it's... kind of attention to detail you don't really get. Just You don't really get. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable, really. I mean, it's... It's quite a big game, hmm. but it's definitely most art rather than best art. Best art, yeah. Okay, so, so by that reasoning, I think I want to cut it. Okay, so we're looking at Bioshock and Devil May Cry. I, I have to say, I do like Bioshock for this category, um, but um, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm willing to settle on that. I think they're both. Well, both I don't know how to DMC. Good, to make a, a definitive judgment, but I mean, Bioshock was, I mean, in, in this particular category, I think, it, thinking back on the year, actually, yeah, best kind of art and cohesive and, and, uh, it just, if, if we it want was to really say striking. RT game, yeah. then <laughs> the best, maybe the best RT game, because <laughs> it looked, you know, oh, right. Yeah. Well, there's probably some wanky indie games that we could come up with for RT game, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was always my problem with Bioshock, like story wise, or or just there was something about it that was just a bit up itself and a bit too in love with itself, maybe. But yeah. that, that wasn't reflected too much in the art style. That was more in the kind of that's in the storytelling. Yeah, it's more in storytelling. Yeah. So, I know yeah. I'm hot shit. Love me. Get the beat. Yeah. All right. Bioshock. I'm cool. I'm, Bioshock. I'm, I'm calling it. Sweet. Winner of Best Graphics Aesthetic, Bioshock Infinite. 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 So the next category is... Now we can bring up The Last of Us again, because it's technical challenge. Technical graphics, woo. So what we got, Battlefield Battlefield 4 in here? I don't know, Last of Us, I 
I think deserves a list because of what they make the PS3 do. Yeah, yeah. It looks really good, man. I mean, the faces are incredible. Yeah, they're really very, very good. The facial stuff. I mean, some people have been arguing that the faces. I haven't really played enough Beyond to make this distinction, but that that you know, despite all of Quantic Dreams, um, fancy face cap technology, that the faces in The Last of Us end up looking more realistic. (laughs) Which is weird. Yeah, I mean, and I have they to say, do they, you know, they are incredibly believable-looking characters. You know, down to their emotional responses and stuff like that. The way Ellie shrugs off things or looks frustrated at Joel at times and stuff is pretty goddamn great. Uh, so, what else we got for the technical graphics category? And I suppose, like. As I say, if we're talking most art, actually, it is a relatively technical challenge technical to, thing, yeah, to be exactly. able to have so much of that stuff, yeah, um, and load Look it the in text a way that, detail, yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and load it in ways that work, you know. Um, I mean, the, the game does have a few rough edges, like if you turn around too fast, sometimes you can see those um, a bit of white space where something hasn't quite clipped into view in time. Or um, it will occasionally overdo the blur mm. um, as you're turning, probably to mask some kind of loading, I guess. But it's only very brief, but it is noticeable. Um, but yeah, I think you know, for what they achieve on that platform, it's pretty good. Uh, so other choices we have. Um, the obvious one, I suppose, Battlefield 4. Because yep, that's the big guns for like I mean, most graphics is... I mean, holy crap, if you want a realistic-looking thing, Battlefield 4 is where you go. Apparently, that's the place I to mean, be now. I don't know. I, I don't think there's a... Fall by the wayside now. Yeah, I don't think there's a better example of if you want a photorealistic screenshot, go to Battlefield. Yeah. Or maybe a racing game, if you maybe Forza, if you're talking about well, certain shots. If, 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 yeah, I mean, Forza 5 is also on my list, but I think okay. that's if you want a realistic shot of a car... Yeah. If you want the rest of the world, <laughs> get about. Forza Five is not where you go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. For, you know, the crowd, the crowd, man. <laughs> Everyone's focusing really on that terrible. crowd, but I mean, uh, I know, but it's awful. Yeah, but the tracks, other than those, like particularly, you know, uh, showpiece tracks, you know, they look fine, but they don't look. I mean, know, I, I guess that's the A lot of racing games do this, though, don't they? Like GTs. Yeah. It, it, does this as well where it's the the focus is is almost entirely on the car graphics yeah and the world why do they do comes that comes a little bit second the world it's, is awesome they should do the world i mean we had some we <laughs> had some car reservations good after, already. we had some reservations after seeing like both laguna seca on both the um on both gt6 and forza 5 at Eurogamer, um mm. because we thought that perhaps forza ended up looking better but we were kind of a little bit disappointed in some of its textures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Forza 5 does... Have, I think it does have a mitmapping problem. It does lower the detail too much as stuff gets further away. Mm. Um, and also, you know, aliasing. Aliasing is that game's biggest headache. Um, yeah. It's not good. Especially as it's supposed to be the new... the new gen, or whatever. But damn, those are the best-looking cars I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But this isn't best-looking cars. This is best yeah, technical graphics. God damn it! 
So you know, for the for the most detail put into yeah. a motor vehicle. Yeah. That's uh those things look hella nice. Um so yeah, other other things on this list are GTA five. Yep. I think almost like pretty GTA much for the lighting. Yeah. Well <laughs> the lighting actually, alone. It, technically it's a miracle that it runs. <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah. it, I don't know how they it's really weird. I don't know how they even did it because it runs fine. It doesn't run amazing or anything, but I mean, this, this, the expanse of the world and it looks considerably better than GTA 4, um, I think. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that one. It's pretty. It feels like there almost deserves, there needs a, to be a category for like most squeezed out of the current gen with The Last of Us <laughs> and GTA 5 in there because yeah. it's pretty. I mean, GTA 5 looks pretty damn great. I think even the even the like cutscenes and stuff and the facial and the, all the animation is really really good actually it's all hand done stuff but it's it really makes also they haven't top. leveraged like LA Noir tech for no I don't or... think they have but uh, it's it's better than four and it's re- it's really top notch stuff like yeah it does look pretty good I mean I think it's perhaps let down uh, you know some of the character detail is yeah not so great absolutely. in some shots yeah. and yeah that's true. Um, um, uh, that sort of thing. Like uh, Last of Us characters look a lot better, but um, oh yeah, well obviously, but yeah, it's a much more restricted game. I guess, but. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I guess they're not rendering that giant open world, but still, yeah. GTA Five, but, very impressive. Yeah, I so wasn't expecting that, um, it to be as good graphically. I don't think. I don't know what. I, was no, I think expecting. everyone sort of expected it to have serious frame rate problems or some crutch. Yeah, but they but, never do that though. They they would never release something like with a crap frame rate. I think they would go for. I mean, not that it's great, but it's it's fairly solid. It's the same it's as four, basically. Enough, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was totally playable. Yeah, because yeah. four would dip every now and then. But. Yeah, uh, but it's it's never unplayable, which I guess is their their key. Never yeah. off-putting. It's like good it's enough a, strategy, I suppose, in terms of frame rate. But. Exactly, and then squeeze this massive crazy scale out of it as well yeah do the best game you can and keep it running <laughs> good advice top tip <laughs> yeah uh, and my final entry is Tomb Raider um, cool I liked the Trez effects I mean I know it looks it has its moments where it looks kind of weird but it's it's nice to see some new tech well, that's not going to win either because that's just like a car. It's like best hair, best car. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but they, 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 there is a lot of tech actually in that game in general. I mean, the, yeah. the water the water effects look real nice. The 3D is good. With, with it. <laughs> 3D doesn't count either. Come on. 3, 3D is a challenge to get right. You know, 3D is like, it shouldn't be a challenge to get right. It's just that it's a bad technology in general. It's like, it's a fucking 3D rendered world. You should just be able to convert that into 3D in like two seconds, but it's not, that's not how it works. So it's such a big uh, hassle yeah. to go through that no one actually bothers to do it properly. So then, surely it's special when someone does. No, it's a big fat waste of time when someone does. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I, 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 I liked the 3D a lot in Tomb Raider. Uh, you know, it had a couple of major flaws, like some of the reflections didn't work very well. A couple of textures just disappeared in one eye. Um, <laughs> places like the decals, I guess, decals, whatever you want to call them. Um, it's not perfect, but it's pretty goddamn good. Um, you know, and it, it, it did push my system um, mm. quite a bit. You know, if I turned on all the geometry shaders and um, 
turned on the lighting right up. That's actually an indication of how good the graphics was. That's just a vivid indication of how optimised it was. <laughs> I know, but geometry traders are a pretty hardcore thing to have. Like, yeah. I'm surprised they're there. Let's put it that way. I'm surprised Screenix did such a... Um, or, I guess it's one of the IDOS teams, um, put that much effort into the PC port. Because ultimately, that's what it is. It's a port of a console game, and they did that. I, I, I wonder... I suppose it maybe now that we know that they're doing that definitive edition for PS4 and Xbox One next year, yeah. which is basically yeah. the PC version with all the graphics turned on, hmm. um, that maybe they had that in mind from the start. Yeah. Um, but at the time, I guess, it was until they announced that, still kind of surprising that they went to that effort. Um, I think it was a good-looking game. Absolutely. Same that story. Um, that was really, but is it? It's probably not better looking than Battle for Four. <laughs> I think if we're, on, if we're honest, there. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. No. Cool. I mean, I think... some of the water in Battle for Four, I think, looks fantastic. The the, yeah. the dam level where the water's got that kind of greeny, filthy look to it. Right. Yeah. Ever... Like a proper murky river. I don't think I ever go near that water on that level. No. It's, it's... <laughs> so I never see that. I, I like dossing around in rib boats on that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like a. Yeah, it's a proper murky green looking river and it's I think that's the first time I've seen a river look like that and it looks mm. real. It's you know, it's a realistic looking thing. Well, some of the um, other water isn't as great. So no, some of the other water I'll admit is a bit chunky. Um and the fact that, you know, the, because the waves are so big, the way the boats just pass through them sometimes looks a bit dodgy. Well, they didn't put nearly enough like wakes and stuff. Cat needs to stop moving her food bowl. Yeah, cat does. <laughs> they didn't put enough wakes and and waves and that kind of stuff it's just like yeah wakes would have been nice there's no kind of effects in addition to the actual water it's just like here's the water it's wavy which is cool and it actually like you know yeah has but then the boats are just like clipping clipping through it like, yeah I mean on Paracel Storm Parcel Storm whatever you want to call yeah. that level Parcel. it is kind of nice just how big the waves fucking are yeah. I mean that's new to a it also, they like made I a think... really bad decision where they were just like, let's have it so we have these gigantic waves and you have these boats. Except, like, the dudes on the back are just standing in the fucking open. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and when you go under an entire wave, yeah, these guys not really very <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think there were pretty big waves in that new Assassin's Creed as well. Well, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But in terms of a shooter, you know, that's. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, it's new for Battlefield and. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like, well, it is just boat to boat combat, and it's a specific boat to boat stuff sucks. in Assassin's Creed, isn't it? But yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool. It's it's kind of fun. Like when you're trying to take a when you're in a boat trying to like add sea support to like people on the ground, and you're like trying to juggle and time your shots so at the top of this wave, and I can I can see these guys. Well, you can just shoot straight through the water as well. Well, yeah, you can, but then you need the extra height of being on top of the wave sometimes yeah. to get. To get some, to be able to see some areas. I don't know. I think it's cool. The water doesn't seem to affect bullets. Because I was shooting with a support gun straight through a wave. Uh, yeah, it was still going you, exactly you, where I was aiming when the wave wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's supposed to happen. <laughs> well, presumably like, the bullet would slow down a lot. A bit of, a bit of refraction. In real life. Thing. Yeah. It would be like refraction, but for bullets. <laughs> Well, I think in real life, if you shoot a bullet into a water tank, it just pretty much stops it, doesn't it? Because they use those to catch bullets at, like, test ranges. For, like, when they're doing those slow-motion shooting through stuff, they just have a big 
like eight gallons of water behind it and that catches it. I don't know. I'm not sure it would slow down enough. It depends how much those shots from Saving Private Ryan are real. Like with bullets zipping through the water. Well, it goes down like a like a meter. I'm sure it probably goes through like a you know a big long line of water, but not like an entire wave like those ones are. When it's no. like the entire crest of the wave is in front of you. <laughs> no, you're probably right. Or well, there'd be some sort of skip or some sort of deviation at least. Yeah. It's uh, but that's game, not looks. No. Um, uh, but yeah, the water doesn't. That's the other wave of those waves where they needed like the wakes and stuff because the water when it when the waves hit a hit anything that just has no effect. Like when you're on that ruined aircraft carrier and the waves are coming up onto the end of it, there's no effect. It's just like the waves just clip through however much of the wave is showing at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I need to work on that, but that's, that is a difficult problem in general, to be honest. But. Perhaps could have spooshed it with some particle effects, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Spooshed it. Uh, and sparks yeah. look good. And the HDI lighting is impressive. And You know, I'm always kind of drawn to when someone's repairing a tank nearby and you've got that massive shower of orange. <laughs> maybe a bit much, considering the tiny little mini handheld blowtorch they're using. It is definitely a bit much, but <laughs> but it looks cool. <laughs> So Battlefield mm. 4 then? Sounds anyone like it, doesn't it? Anyone I mean, in disagreement? I think it looks... Well, technically, yeah. It's got to be the winner, right? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I think so. Cool. I mean, I kind of agree with what, what you know Jeff from Giant Bomb was saying, that you know modern military shooter aesthetic isn't exactly the most appealing, I suppose. But no. if you just want... If we're just basing it on technical merit, then Battlefield 4 is pretty incredible. And I can run it at 60 on my machine with most things turned on, you know, so... <laughs> the most important thing. Yeah. You know, somewhat. It's kind of well-optimised. Yeah. Optimised and performance. Very important. Good stuff. Cool. So there we go. Winner. Battlefield 4. Best right. graphics technical. Ah, uh, and bits of my page have just disappeared, so I can't see what... Oh, oh, that's great. Oh, no. Yeah. iPad malfunction. Yeah. Hang on, let me... Oh no! <laughs> what have you done to it? Try to scroll it off the page. Wow, it's just not rendering that bit of the page. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Hey. <laughs> All right. So next category is best surprise of the year, um, and I've not necessarily limited this to games. Like, <laughs> what you just, there's a bit of news of the year. Yeah. What was the thing that sort of caught us off guard? What game did we expect to be crap but ended up being good? Um, or what news were we just not expecting at all? But maybe the worst surprise of the year was, which is not most disappointing. Well, I suppose yeah, I suppose that is different. Yeah, yeah. It's like worst surprise of the year was stuff coming out in December. Because goddamn it, it would that would be like the whole game was going to come out in twenty thirteen at one point, uh, <laughs> and then they sat there with their beta thing for the entire year, so you're like beta's coming, beta's coming. I don't think I was that. Uh, you know, it got to a point where it wasn't surprising anymore. No, <laughs> but it's like at the start of the year, it was a surprise. I, uh, maybe. But anyway. Stuff not coming out. I'm not sure it's a surprise. <laughs> Um, so yeah best surprise I've put Killer Instinct on here because mm. you know okay. 
Killer Instinct was never really regarded as a good fighter, I guess. It was not really. No, but that doesn't, that doesn't really mean anything in the age of reboots. No, true. Like, you can make any game a good game now. But it's like. Uh, I think you it was could make a Sonic fighting game, it'd be fine. <laughs> probably right but you know they kept they kept what made killer in, you know, they kept the elements of killer instinct but made them good yeah and it's like and made a pretty nice looking well rounded fighting game overall and it's and it was from double helix which no one really has much faith in so <laughs> apparently they will now yeah maybe maybe, maybe yeah. they will turn into a fighting game studio on the back of this yeah probably seems... not though you never know you know, once you find your niche, I guess a lot of developers tend to stick to it. But I don't think that counts as finding their niche. There's like tiny, like downloadable game. It's not, well, it's not tiny. They've got it will get. Well, it's small for a fighting game, I suppose. But it's they are planning at least another season of characters. So there's going to be another. Yeah, but that's still like eight to come. That's still not like Mortal Kombat's content, where they actually have a story and other shit. Well, it's no, just like, story it's mode's literally coming. just a fight. But story mode's coming. And... <laughs> yeah, but that won't be, that'll be a classic like arcade style that'll... story mode. It'll just be like, fight everyone <laughs> until the end. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> they said, I think they've said it's supposed, they might do a, I can't, I can't remember to be honest, but it may be a story mode per character and then they're releasing Orchid's story first. Right. Or something. Um, how they monetize that I don't know like is it going to be attached that if you've bought that character you get access to their story not sure um, I think that would make make a lot of sense um, yeah uh, well, and all that I think is supposed to be happening in March <laughs> or maybe January can't really remember right. so it's not that far away <laughs> uh, but anyway yeah that was it um I was surprised they made another typing of the dead. I don't think that was a very good surprise. It's, a, it's okay, <laughs> but it's not really. It's not. They just. I mean, it is just that game again with the typing put in. But yeah, that's all typing of the dead was the original. Yeah, but it's like it's that's not the dead any longer. It's like yeah. <laughs> they made there's this House of the Dead game around and people fucking love typing of the dead. So why not put that in? <laughs> it's more of a surprise they didn't do it in the first place. <laughs> Every what, like, PC release of, typing of House of the Dead should have Typing of the Dead built in. <laughs> it's true. Oh, so I, mm, maybe you're right. Maybe it was more of a surprise that they ended up bringing it to PS3 um, for the Move controller when yeah. they after the after you know up, updating it all after they made the Wii version. Um, but that's not a very good surprise. But, yeah, that's like a we don't care surprise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got it, so we'll, <laughs> we'll end up seeing if it's any, actually any fun. Um, but I don't know, it's kind of kind of funny that it exists. Um, Plants vs. Zombie Garden Warfare announcement. Oh, God, yeah. I don't, all... I don't know about that being a very the fact that that's terrible. surprise either. I, don't, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, but it's not like... Oh, right, that thing. I thought... I would say yeah. it's like, holy shit. It's just like, yeah, that might be okay, I guess. Yeah, surprisingly. Looks like it might be fun. Something different because you know I'm not massively keen on Plants vs Zombies too. It just yeah, seems kind not... of boring. But in this God Warfare, it's like holy crap, Plants vs Zombies as a sort of like you know, as, as a as a firefight mode. Yeah, I think I could work really well. Yeah, but it probably it's like well, I say probably it's probably going to be real simple. Probably maybe, but that sometimes can be the key to making it fun for a while. Yeah, but probably won't last. Well, I don't know. They've got a lot of zombie types to pull on. And they've got a lot of plant types to pull on, which means that there could be a ton of classes and a ton of enemies. And that's all you really need from a horde mode game, is tons. 
<laughs> Maybe. I don't know. So, I mean, after Plants vs. Zombies 2, and I suppose they're not really related, but that could be um, up for most disappointing in some ways. Not really. Perhaps. Although it's worth mentioning that they have changed the structure of that game since its oh, launch, oh. um, which makes it more linear um, and you know less backtracky, I suppose. But it doesn't right. mean it takes longer to get anywhere. Like yeah. well, it's about the same length to get anywhere if you're going free to play. But you now have to play every level, every target, and all that stuff in a linear fashion. Right. Okay. Um, it's probably better for it. Um. But regardless, yeah, PV's um, I'd, I'd play it every now and then, but I don't know. I think maybe the maybe the moment's passed for PVZ like that. But. Seems like it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy that Garden Warfare exists. Mm. Um, uh, and my last best surprise I've got on this list is the Steam news, the Steam OS, the Steam machine, and the Steam controller. That's too early to say whether that's a good surprise or not. <laughs> it might turn out to be boringly average. Maybe. But I think, I think it, the Steam has, controller was the, a bit of a surprise. That was it has the potential one. to shake things up. I, I see what you mean. It may, be, it may be the biggest surprise, but I'm not sure it's... It, can we call it the best surprise no. at this point? Um, I'm sure there must be more, but those were the four that stood out to me. There must be more things we didn't expect. Well, no one. I mean, we kind of were suspecting a Steam bots for a while, but that controller, I guess, was kind of new. A yeah. bit of a surprise. I mean, we knew they were doing something with control with controls, but I thought it was going to be all weird and motiony and have like they kept talking about biofeedback and shit. Like that's not in the controller, as far as I know. Like it's not measuring well, your. They pulse. say that that has that the rumble on the touchpads or whatever <laughs> is their idea of biofeedback. Oh, the well, that's haptic, yeah. Treat. yeah. But yeah. I thought it was going to be like measuring your pulse and working out if you're afraid. Well, it probably can, I maybe. guess. Maybe, maybe mm. if it's that sensitive. Yeah. Mm. Be kind of, but in the middle of a game, would you be able to read that accurately? Don't know. Depends, depends what sort You'd of game. You'd have to hold probably. it still for a while, surely. I mean, they claim the Connect Two can do it, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> yeah, can I, do it just by looking at you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't trust that because I no. tried Xbox Fitness fairly recently, and I, I tried it one time straight after the other. Like when I, when I, before I'd even started doing anything, you could make it sort of like, "Hey, look at my face. What's my heart rate?" And it will tell you. And then I tried it again immediately. I went, hey, what's my face? And it, what's my, what's my face? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's, what's my, my face? What's my, what's the heart rate in my face? <laughs> and it, face me. It, the number it gave me was quite different. <laughs> Well, that's the point, isn't it? <laughs> but I hadn't done anything. Oh, I thought you said after. It was, no, 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 it was right after. Sorry, it was immediately after I did it the first time. It like went to like 160 the first time, and I was like, "Fuck!" That, that, that can't be right. <laughs> I hope not. That can't be. Right. Uh, well, I might just call it I might just naturally red faced or something. And think, man, you're fucking working out right now. <laughs> but I think yeah, I wonder if it probably gets affected by orange light in the room and stuff like that. I don't see how that can be accurate. It's Mm. unless you can specifically tell it right look at my face I'm at 90 right now <laughs> whatever uh, that's, all, that's all I got really okay um, well 
I'm not even I'm, sure there was much that you know. I don't, I'm not sure there was really anything massively surprising coming out of any of the console reveals. Or no. I mean, it was a big surprise when when Microsoft did a massive 180. Um, <laughs> not a, another not really best surprise. Yeah, well, it was a surprise. Well, I don't know. It's kind of it was both good and bad because it's. I mean, I suppose the argument for the DRM is it would have allowed Microsoft to try pushing like the gaming distribution yeah. forward, I suppose. But it may have been at the expense of us, I suppose. Consumer expense may have gone up because Microsoft would have had more control. Um, yeah, undoubtedly would have gone up looking at the digital stores. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's true. I know. I think it seemed good at the so time. Really- I mean, I mean, I, the the main thing about it was the key thing is the surprisingness of it, rather than whether it was good or bad. I suppose, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, I never the best surprise after that. It? Uh, I, it most surprising most surprise, surprise, I think, is is, is more <laughs> most is, surprise makes more most surprises is, is is makes more sense to me because like. After that, that reveal, that, I thought they would never like I like I never thought they would respond to any kind of pressure at all. I thought they would just like, you know, say, Oh no, it's already done. It's already decided this is a like a machine for watching TV or whatever and we're doing all this crazy DRM shit and we're not taking it. Sounds anything. a bit though. At the time they announced all of this stuff, I don't think either of the consoles were particular could sounds like neither of them or the infrastructure around them must could have been very complete. Right. But know. they made given, it sound given, like given how much still, given how much it like is sort of still missing from yep. the consoles that they were sort of that they were, both companies, both Sony and Microsoft were talking about that just aren't there, and it's uh, and clearly how little actual thought they put into like use cases or it's like yes, a friends thing. <laughs> yeah, some of the user design is not Parties. great. Yeah. And uh, and very long to test it. And, uh, yeah, some of it feels like they're weird step backs. You know, I don't think. I think a lot of this stuff is still pretty unfinished, I think, in terms of where Microsoft want it to be. That's for the next um, category. <laughs> yeah, there is some, some stuff that carries over there. Um, well, well, I'm not sure I'm, really how much of a surprise this year was, really. My it, best surprise was in games was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, because I didn't expect that to be I good. I suppose, yeah. Was. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And I guess not really as much, but I, I I've been playing it like literally yesterday and today. I really <laughs> that but, Reese game is yeah. pretty good, but not that amazing. <laughs> and what's your surprise that Reyes or Reese or whatever you want to call Reus, it, Reese Reyes? I want to say Reyes because it looks like Latin. <laughs> Probably. What does Reyes mean in Latin? I don't know. Well, then that would be how you'd know if it was Latin or not. It's not like some form of Rex, is it? Or no, maybe. But anyway, that game's pretty okay. And it was surprising because I didn't think it was going to be, but it was. But that's uh, not it, actually... I, th- I, think it, I thought it looked up your street. Oh, uh, that's not actually that surprising. Not as much as Pokemon. Where it's just like, holy shit, it's a Pokemon game that's actually that's <laughs> different not, and that, good. That's not Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. not, not the main series. Yeah. Hmm, that is, I suppose you're right. That is quite surprising, really. Okay, well, I'm pretty happy with that. I mean, that'll do. It's an actual game. And nothing else really surprised me. I guess me, it's so. surprising to us, but they did have Mystery Dungeons before that, did they? Well, was, yeah. So maybe there were people that no, would have been yeah, into exactly. the series. It's probably not a surprise. They probably know exactly what was coming. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Um, so I guess that's a surprise the one. to us. It was a definite surprise to us, yeah. I wouldn't have expected it to be good. 
even though I knew there was other ones, I wouldn't have expected it to be that that whole series would have been good, supposedly. What about the surprise that Dan wants a Wii U? <laughs> yeah. That's also maybe not a best surprise, that's just a surprise. It makes sense, though. It's good for Nintendo. <laughs> I was reading somebody claiming that the Wii U outsold the Xbox One for Christmas. I don't know what market they were talking about. Or whether uh, they were talking about a certain period that didn't include the launch period or something. Because it doesn't sound right maybe. to me. I, don't know, I read it somewhere. It, it sounds like it could be... The Wii U is probably a more giftable machine, in a That's way. True. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly um, cheaper. Yeah. Not just for that. Well, and availability and stuff. There were spikes of availability throughout the the Christmas buying season mm. um, when I was in town, you know, game and HMV had them in stock. Not many, but they had a few, apparently big billboards out the side saying we've got a few. Um, I think, I think what happened from what I've been hearing is that quite a lot of people tried to play the eBay game this year. Right. Um, bought the consoles early, tried to sell them for mega bucks on eBay, found that people are not stupid uh, and then returned them. Mm. Um, so a lot of the the in-stockedness was from returns um, yeah, that's that with, I guess that's the problem with people, the internet and people knowing about these tricks is that you know everyone thinks yeah I can make a quick buck da, 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 da. and of course now you can't because no. everyone does it <laughs> I don't think you could anyway because it's not so, like, there's not like supply was that low this time round no they did a pretty good job of supply this time round um, I don't know any of anyone that hasn't received a console that they wanted or wasn't able to pick one up. So, is that a surprise that they got their shit together? Maybe, not an amazing surprise. Uh, uh, no, is it nonetheless surprising after Nintendo got it right, and then? Well, no, that, that might have been because no one wanted yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> That wasn't a surprise, <laughs> that there was tons of Wii U sitting around. Yeah. So what have we got? What are our, what are our top points? Uh, Killer Instinct we sort of thought was good. Um, I think PVZ we had less of a um, yep. response from you guys about. That was probably just me. Um, Steamos, not sure if that was a good surprise yet until we really get some... Well, until it evolves, I suppose. Because it could just pretty much disappear at this point and everyone would be that surprised. True. I mean, it, ha- it, does have, it, is, it does have the potential to change, have a big impact on the industry. Yeah. Um, but probably only the high end of the mm. market. Right, Because yeah. these are just PCs, so the bits will be expensive and then, until people start building console-like machines. Well, like, I guess that's supposed like to be the Microsoft idea, prices. I guess, yeah. yeah. I mean, until that happens, and I think we're a long way from that, it's mm. a bit up in the air as to whether or not it will come together. I mean, it could be the just the, the uh, impetus for people to port their games to Linux or whatever might be a big deal, you know, if they get mm. the graphics drivers yeah. right or whatever. I mean, that might be I mean, end up being the biggest deal. You know, the actual Steam machines might not... I mean, I think they're cool, but they might not matter if people start installing SteamOS and dual booting and stuff. Yeah, I think I think that seems more plausible as an outcome that people will be putting SteamOS as a second boot on their PCs. Because I think we're, yeah. even with SteamOS, even if that does gain traction, I think we're still going to be in a situation where you're going to need to, if you want the full gaming landscape, you're going to need to have a dual booting scenario. I don't think mm. you're going to be 
Windows is here to stay for a good long time yet. Oh, of course. Any, yeah. But, but the Linux option is going to... Yeah, but I, I don't doubt at this point Valve's ability to provide more performance through Linux versions of things. Yeah, it's going to um, be a while, but yeah. Before it's truly actually better performance. Yeah. I mean, it has a potential to be better performance because there'll be less overhead, but I mean, the graphic drivers... That's what I mean. By, by all of that logic, it's mm. like... <laughs> it's not necessarily best at this point. No. Okay. It's a surprise that all of this stuff came together, I guess, but it's not necessarily best because we've got no metric by which to to judge its quality. Indeed. Can you have a quality of surprise? Actually, <laughs> thinking about it. What's the most high quality surprise? It's the purest quality surprise. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know how to judge that. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> It's like saying most surprising again. Yeah. That's how that's how you qualify surprises. It's like how surprising was it? Yeah. I, I suppose. But best surprise indicates how much we have like benefited and well. how much we like it. Yeah. <laughs> Not just how much. It's like a combination of everything about a surprise. <laughs> yeah. If it the most smile inducing. Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, so I wanna rule that one out, I think. On that, on those grounds, uh, Xbox DRM I think is valid, um, and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon I think is valid, mm. and the fact that both Dan and I want a Wii U. Mm. <laughs> that's not a surprise for you though. That may not be the best surprise again because that just means right well, it's now. It's not I'm, a surprise. Uh, it's not any kind of surprise. Smash Brothers is coming out, therefore Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the fact that I want a Wii U before now. Okay, but, that is slightly surprising. Yeah, yeah. that I kind of started looking at prices and sort of weighing up deals and stuff. And yeah. I don't have the ability to buy a Wii U right now, but... We'll get there. Um, yeah, so which of those... Where, 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 where do you guys sit on those? I quite like Pokemon for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe when Rob actually gets a free yes, whenever that happens. I don't know. Well. I think I'm off portables. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. <laughs> um, I, 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 I sort of, oh, I always end up with this slight feel of annoyance when there's a game that comes out on 3DS that I think is really good, but I, it would be just as good if there was some way of playing a version of it on a console or on PC. And I just sort of go, oh, that always happens really? with mobile games. They just, uh, yeah. yeah. It's less true for 3DS because it's like, it actually has. And 3D and a different two screens and a touchscreen. A PC could do 3D. My <laughs> PC could do 3D. Could do touchscreen though. It could do touchscreen. No, but I'm not sure. Have there really been many games that actually use the touchscreen? <laughs> well, not the games that I play. <laughs> no. no, exactly. And then those are the games I kind of want to play. Yeah, so I guess. And there's not really been much touchscreen innovation, I suppose. No. All of that, I guess, is on iOS platforms now. Mm. But I think I'm. I can be swayed for Pokemon. If that's what you guys want. I don't know. Is that what Zach was? Of course it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my most surprising thing. So okay. yeah, best surprise of the year. Zach bought a game expecting it to be shit, but it's not shit. Well, I don't it's think I even bought it. That was the one that I got free. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was why it was for the free one because I was like, that's gotta be bad. That's gotta be terrible, <laughs> surely. But no. Or at least average. But it was better than average. 
So success. Zero money surprise. That was a pretty, pretty good surprise. Yep. Well, technically zero money. I had to buy like... <laughs> the, the three years. Yeah, I had to buy two games that I wasn't necessarily going to buy. Mm. Like Animal Crossing. Yeah, but you put a lot of time in that. Yeah. That worked out quite well. <laughs> so Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Yep. Best surprise of the year. Possibly out of ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how surprises work, really. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Cartograph. Gates to Infinity, is it? Gates of Infinity? Yeah, Gates to Infinity. Gates to Infinity. Okay. Alright. And now for the complete opposite. The biggest disappointment. <laughs> but that's not necessarily surprising disappointment. Well, it, it could be something that you knew was going to be crap. Now your phone's ringing. Oh, no. Oh, the one time my landline rings. Ever. Yeah. So what have you got written down for most disappointing? I'll lean really close to the microphone, that's not going to help. Wait till the phone starts. I'm guessing... (laughs) (laughs) There was a game about some kind of simulated kind of um, urban... Surprisingly, that's third on Rob's list. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What else we got? Sorry about that. Uh, Right, now Rob's back. Uh. Why has this always happened recently? <laughs> We've had a lot of runs of bad interruptions. Uh, phones. Anyway, what are we talking about? We're talking uh, about the most disappointing game of 2013, I believe. So I'm assuming you mentioned SimCity then. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Damn kind of did. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's come up a lot this year. <laughs> but was Zach, Zach was really, you were quite disappointed, right? I mean, because it was busted, right? And well, it was, was going to be awesome, surely. It looked like it was going to be cool. God damn it, I was going to play it. Uh, I, I don't know if I, like, I don't know, maybe I was just always cynical about it. Maybe it wasn't actually yeah. that surprising a disappointment, where it was like, but it was disappointing. It's probably never going to be as good as they say it is, and it wasn't. <laughs> But it was quite far off being as, as good as they said, right? Yeah. Like, by... I mean, even if it wasn't that much of an improvement over SimCity 4, I think most people would have been okay with it. But yeah. it was the fact that it was... Totally so, different. T- well, not just totally... I mean, totally different can be okay, but like, it was totally different in a way that didn't really work. Yeah. Too many... Launched with too many bugs. Da-da-da-da. It didn't function as, you know, as the game should. So what, um, what else we got? Uh, because it's I mean, I've got a, 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 <laughs> you know, a similar note, I suppose, is Battlefield 4 launching. It launched in a pretty bad state. Right. Um, yeah. You know, for PS4, P- PS4 version especially, I think, suffered the... But we chose not to get involved with it, so we weren't disappointed as much. <laughs> no, by the time we dive in, dove in, what is it, about a month or two later, yeah. um, everything seems okay. <laughs> so we're all right. <laughs> We're not that disappointed, but I'd imagine the world was. <laughs> um, uh, I've got Crimson Dragon on here. Because, yeah. god damn it. Honestly, god damn it. <laughs> I, really, I was quite looking forward to that. Yeah, It just turned out to be were. something I really don't want. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I kind of always... Didn't, uh, I, I, I don't know. What, everything I saw of it made me think this isn't going to be as good as Panzer Dragoon. But but even so, you know, it, it was really quite... You, you held hope. Yeah. I mean, the, with the model that they went with is so weird and mental. I don't know what they were thinking. Uh. 
so uh, yeah, the, that whole the whole transaction model is a bit yeah. bizarre. It's like perhaps if they had designed it as a free to play, then I don't think many people would have had a problem with it. Maybe that's true. More if they had just released it, it as well. a free to play, I think maybe they were I planning think, on it, and then and then because it. Maybe, it was maybe Microsoft game. stepped in at some point and said, well, it's a launch game. You can make some moolah off this. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because people haven't got anything else to buy and they might mm. have fond memories of Panzer Dragoon, uh, which you which can now trust. It's very <laughs> cynical of us, but, you know, yeah, don't know, plausible. Yeah. If it was a free-to-play game, I don't think I'd feel so bad about it. I'd wade in, see what it was about, and it would probably get a bit of play out of me. Probably wouldn't get any money out of me, but it would get a bit of play, and I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel so bad about it. Um, so other entries I've got are well these are more me sort of stuff I suppose Smart Glass um, hasn't really still hasn't really fulfilled its potential I don't think <laughs> right okay it's like it doesn't I mean, feel like they've really advanced it part, you know it doesn't seem to be matching their original promises still even though you've got the whole new console and everything and all the yeah. new software yeah you know, well, there should be some stuff I think that should reflect exactly what's going on on screen, you know, because that, that new UI especially, it just looks so touchable. Yeah, and what about, it's supposed to be in used in games and stuff all the time, isn't it? I haven't seen much well, of Well, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't think, I don't, I think Microsoft may have dropped their rule of like every game that's published by them has to have some smart glass stuff. Okay. I'm pretty sure Forza doesn't. Um, right, and that's a big one. Probably the yeah. biggest. I mean, Dead Rising has it. Dead Rising may be the most complete use of smart glass, but right, yeah. you know, because that actually adds stuff. Well, the games where they really showed that off haven't come out yet. Like, like, uh, what that game that hasn't got it yet? I mean, some of it is like not even a lot of the sort of second screen stuff that is that people are excited about. I suppose are stuff that's not directly tied to smart glass. It's things like um, the, the commander mode, I guess, in Battlefield. Or, yeah, um, some of the some of the overview stuff in, is it the crew or division? You know, those games that had the trailers where they zoomed out at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all those that haven't come out yet. Yeah, that will almost certainly have a second screen thing. The Watchdog second screen thing. Um, all of that stuff is not Smart Glass. That's just an app outside of the thing. But that's the sort of stuff that Smart Glass perhaps should be doing. But they probably don't have the ability to download enough or... I don't know. There's probably some communication problem of getting that to work well, but mm. you know what I say to them is, well, look at what um, you know, the old <laughs> look at what the GBA did. <laughs> Attach it with a cable. <laughs> well, no, now you have Wi-Fi to do that. Why, why can't you do that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, it's, I suppose there's the reasonable technical challenge there. You probably have to make some sort of platform for coding things up that could then be transferred across somehow. And that may be a challenge on multiple across multiple platforms, unless you use, unless you say, Hey, it's got to be an HTML five thing. Which yeah. Which may be limiting at the moment, I guess, but well, yeah. Cause that's kind of new stuff, isn't it? I suppose, mm. but they could get there, but yeah, yeah. it's a bit disappointing compared to the promise, I suppose. But yeah. I don't know if it really competes with, it's good to talk about, but goddamn. Crimson Dragon and SimCity. Oh. <laughs> um, I got a few more things, like okay. um, um, the fact that there's been no Connect lineup this year. Oh well, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure that's surprising. But even on launch, you know, there's not really been any Connect games come out. 
It's crazy because the Connect is like ten times better now. But I mean, yeah. no one's. I mean, there's that demo for Connect it. Sports Rivals, but I'm not sure that counts. But no, I don't think it does. And that seems fine. Um, but that this leads into my next point, which is that Connect performance is still a little too spotty for my tastes. Like, I had to run the calibration again before using Xbox Fitness because it thought the floor was in my chest. And so I was getting my center of gravity all kinds of wrong. Um, uh, presumably that was affecting my score. I didn't really hang around long enough to check. It just looks weird. So I was like, right, I better set this up again. Um, and the shiny floor of my house, well, you know, laminate flooring seems to be a problem for it now, which is kind of disappointing. Mm. Um, and, you know, the voice recognition stuff just isn't as hot as it should be. Yeah, I mean, that is, I mean, they never really promised it, but it's just disappointing because it seems like they're like halfway they down sort or of something. did on their promo videos, didn't they? They had, um, I can never remember their name, but they had two of the guys that always get up on stage doing that in-house demo of like what sort of commands you could tell it and things. I'm not sure it's noise cancelling is that great because if there are certain things like when orchestral music is playing, it seems to not work at all. Um, oh, weird. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Do you think it's the same kind of register or something? I don't know. I don't know. This is just something about its cancellation and its directional mics just doesn't do It might just be my... It, it's almost certainly something to do with my setup, but it, the fact that it doesn't work in my setup is a disappointment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah not, not not as good as I think everyone would have hoped, I don't think. Um, and I've got just a, a very big generic one here. The Xbox reveal on the whole. Right. I, you know, when they said, you know, the first Xbox One reveal show. Yeah, that thing. Wow, that was bad. <laughs> the television, television, television <laughs> show. That's disappointing. It, of course it's disappointing. There's me going, yeah, new Xbox time, come on. And then they end up talking about NFL for like 10 minutes. Well, you, mean, <laughs> you, mean you, you mean you were surprised that there was a press conference and it was bad? <laughs> well... <laughs> It's not that the, 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 a bad press conference is one thing. I'd be quite happy with a bad press conference because it's kind of funny. It's the fact that it's a bad press conference that actually doesn't tell me anything I want to hear. That's the definition of a bad press conference. No, you can have a bad press conference that tells you useful stuff, but it's just a shit production. <laughs> yeah, but when like does that Ubis- happen? Ubisoft stuff. I hate their production. It's like, yeah, but they, they don't tell you anything anyway. <laughs> I need to show you games. Yeah, but that's that's the that's not actually part of the press conference. That's trailers. The bit that's the press conference is basically nothing. Like uh, a guy comes on stage, says something oh, dumb, I, and then presents, presents a trailer. <laughs> I don't know if you can separate those things because, like, the trailer reveals is part of the big deal of a press conference. It's like, hey, we've got this new thing to show you. Here it is. Um, it's because it's on a screen. Um, but it's the other information, and that was what was like. Well, the Microsoft one had none of that. They were like, well, hey, you can watch TV, you can do that stuff, which was yeah, kind was, of interesting, was but there were one. no games. Everyone, it, like, the, 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 the problem with the reveal was that there were practically no game talk. Everything was always tied into TV in some way. Even when they brought out the concept of Halo, they were talking about a Halo TV show. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Uh, I don't yeah, think anyone wanted on to the see... TV show. I don't think anyone that. wanted to see that. That that thing should have come after the E3 stuff. Yeah, maybe. It was just it was the wrong way around to do it, and it was it was a bummer. It was a real bummer because all, all anyone then had to talk about was what the fuck afterwards, <laughs> and it generated all that negative shit. And it's 
no one wants to see that. Let's be honest. No one, no one. That, that's disappointing to everyone, <laughs> except you, who doesn't care about consoles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the other, uh, I got two more things here. One of them is a minor one, which is Watch Dogs didn't come out. Yeah, yeah. Not really surprising, but you know, everyone was, for a lot of people that was what they wanted to get as their launch game. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a shame. Um, and I guess the possibly the biggest is THQ's closure because that's a massive publisher going under. I don't know if that's that disappointing. Well, you know, they had put out that many amazing things recently. <laughs> that's malicious, though. That's not really THQ. Well, THQ publish it. Yeah, but that's a publisher. <laughs> Anyone could publish it in theory. Yeah, but when a publisher goes down, the studios that they invest in often go. Yeah, but that was just malicious. That was just Felician being unlucky that they got shoved over to THQ from wherever they were before. I can't remember. They've been at THQ for ages. Yeah, but... <laughs> it's, it's like Felician was the one thing in THQ that probably was still doing okay with Red Faction and, <laughs> and all the rest of it. They published You Don't Know Jack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the Dawn of War guys or whatever, the Company of Heroes, Relic, is that right? Yeah, Relic was THQ as well. Um, but they're all they're, fine, they're, aren't they? I mean, I can't remember the details now, but there's yeah, a lot of them have ended up being fine because a lot of people ended up buying them out in places like Sega now own those guys and um, own the Relic team, and I, I think in the most for the most part, you're right. Yeah, things worked out okay for the devs, and you know those are the guys I suppose we should be most um, yeah most worried about, I suppose, but. Mm. Uh, they were big. I mean, I, I I don't like to see big publishers go down unless they are truly evil. And THQ, at least, I think, had the balls to try and do new stuff, you know, to, to let someone do Saints Row 3. I mean, holy fuck. <laughs> That's, can you imagine EA putting out a Saints Row game? No. I mean, not really. Maybe once they made a ton of money. A Saints Row game. Yeah. They would if it had made... I don't even know what Action Vision is like any longer. Now it's just Blizzard, really. Yeah, it's Blizzard and Call of Duty, that's it. <laughs> yeah. They probably could have put, it, put out a Satoru game because it's, it's Blizzard's half would have been more humour. Even though they, it's like they're not the most humorous, but they're, they're, they're accepting of it. I don't think yeah, Blizzard would want to associate with something like Satoru. Why not? I think it's too much for them. Really? But Blizzard are pretty safe. I don't know. They've done crazy shit in the past. World of cock gags. Yep. <laughs> I don't see that. Do you? That's pretty much what it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Only because people made it that way. Blizzard didn't make that that exactly, way. Exactly, but they they set them groundwork to allow people to be dicks on the internet. Mists of Dildonia. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. They put goddamn fucking kung fu pandas in. What? Not comedy about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I mean that's safe. That's not adult humor. No, and that's I don't, I don't I don't think Blizzard would go anywhere near it. But they, Blizzard have never gone anywhere near that stuff. They barely swear. It wasn't like Saints Row was non-stop cocks all the time. <laughs> it was that wasn't the whole basis of its humor and adultness. Quite it's cocks. <laughs> it was quite. I don't know. It's, it's very adult. Let's put it that way. But mature. Um. It, it, mature in the immaturest sense but um, yeah you put out spore that was cock central <laughs> <laughs> I suppose the like the only time I think Blizzard go sort of controversial I suppose is Diablo with the 
<laughs> the devil. Yeah, you know, going ultra satanic, but but people dig that shit, so it's fine. <laughs> so, uh, where are we? <laughs> yeah, which which of those bummed you out the most? Hmm. I know the general Xbox launch was a bum out. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> For me, I think I, I probably would have bought one by now. Probably. I don't know if things have been different at that reveal. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's a person. Well, my personal two big ones, I guess, are the Xbox reveal and Crimson Dragon. But I'm sort of with you in that towards the end of its cycle, I suppose, Crimson Dragon was starting to look a little. Yeah. A little like it would fail, but I but held then, out hope. I held out hope. I but then I can't. But then everyone expected SimCity to be good. I was yeah. really excited for SimCity. I don't know why. And it, I probably and it turned out to be possibly the biggest disaster of the year. Mm. I'm not even seems... sure there's a possibly there. It, it <laughs> was the biggest game disaster of the year. Pretty much. Absolutely. It was a PR disaster as well. And it's bloody EA. God damn it. So, yeah. I mean, EA, have, EA have actually had, in some ways, they've probably had a really bad year. Um which will come back later in the worrying trend stuff. Um, um, I don't think this can go... I mean, I know we said this right from the start, but I'm not sure it can go anywhere other than SimCity. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. SimCity. Yeah. I mean, the Xbox reveal was pretty bad, but SimCity, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, most disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot what the category we were ever best disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest disappointment. Let's call it that. SimCity. Okay. SimCity. Okay. I don't, I don't even like the name. The fact that it's like just SimCity. Yeah. It's like the SimCity. Sim yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Well, your pages are rendering again. Yeah. Fortunately, I'm at the, the next category is super tiny because I've only got one entry for it that you guys may need to add because I just wanted to note that I think well, it's called the most forgotten game. Like, because I think it's on every now and then you get a release come out that's, you know, perhaps from a franchise that was a big deal, but is no longer a big deal. And the game just kind of gets forgotten. I mean, and for me, that game was Gears of War Judgment this year. Hmm. Yeah. It's I like, mean, who the, who the fuck is talking about that now? Yeah. It's what just, happened to that? I didn't even. It was uh. boringly average was what happened to that. Well, it was. Yeah, it was. Ex it was just another Gears of War game. I mean, but they did some interesting s stuff on the multiplayer side. Um, I had to look into this because I remember nothing about this fucking game. Yeah, <laughs> it's most forgotten. Um, but they did some stuff like uh, with asymmet do some asymmetric multiplayer stuff, like uh, locust versus humans thing, um, which I think they kind of started going down that road in Gears of War three. But they kind of yeah. expanded upon it in a way that's pretty interesting. Um, it was their sort of take on horde mode, I think, where you know you can take control of the locust as well. And the various types of locust and yada yada yada. Um, but other than that, it is just yeah, it's a side story about bed, right? People like <laughs> apparently. Well, apparently not like enough to not forget his side story even existed. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I, you know, this was the one Gears of War game I didn't buy into. I was sort of tempted at the time, but just didn't, and then. Yeah, and then forgot about it. So hence the category. But this is the only thing I have in the category because if there's, which probably means that there's something more forgotten because I've forgotten it. 
Well, what about Zach? Zach's been through all the. You've been through all the um, games that got released this year. Did you? Did any strike you as like, oh yeah, remember that thing? <laughs> well, we could say that that the other XCOM game was pretty goddamn forgotten because it was like. They tried to rehype after actual XCOM came out, but yeah. it didn't really work, and then, then, then no one cared, and it just came out, and then no one cared, and then it was boring the average again, and then no one cared. Yeah, I suppose. Was it boring the average? Okay. Supposedly. Fair enough. Well, what the, well, the expansion we're talking about. No, the other XCOM game. Oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, Proof. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd forgotten about that, so there you go. Wow. The Bureau. Yeah. The Bureau, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Fair enough. That'll do. <laughs> I, had, I had forgotten about that as well. Ironically, we should give it to Remember Me, lols. I don't think anyone... No, no I, one I, I'm, Yeah, I'm not sure that was ever forgotten. I just don't think anyone ever knew about that. No. <laughs> it's hard to forget something you were never told about. Uh... I'm quite lucky yeah, the Bureau. <laughs> but yeah, because Gizable Judgment, I was aware that it happened. I don't know. It's just... It, it didn't set the world on fire. No. They didn't do any like crazy... Because with Gizable 3, they had like Cliffy B on stage. Like with... with who did they have with them? Some... Uh, was it... Oh, oh God! Was it was it Ice T or something? One year or something? Or I can't remember. Ice T. Oh, it might be Ice T. Might be yeah, Ice T. Because he was the guy that was like the horde nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they had that huge re- reveal of like the giant monster eating the ship and stuff, and they didn't have any of that stuff for Judgment because it was kind of a okay. Here's they an extra. They probably didn't bit. have the budget. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it just made no impact at all. But yeah, but yeah, the bureau okay. was—I don't know—that had been in development for, for so long. That was the XCOM game that it was going to be coming out before, before they even announced before before XCOM, XCOM, XCOM. name. Yeah, exactly. And then and then it came out, and it's like it's not really like the original preview videos, even although I guess it has a similar concept. But it just didn't really—I don't know—didn't really work. <laughs> so. Uh, and I've forgotten about it until now, so that... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck Zach was talking about until yeah. the expansion yeah. pack, like, and, and, like, super boring. What are you talking about? It's like, most people say it was cool. Oh, that XCOM! Uh, the, yeah. The Shit! Bureau, <laughs> yeah, I think that might have to take it from my point of view. Yeah, uh, just for that reaction alone. Yeah. <laughs> the most forgotten game of 2013, The Bureau. The Bureau. It's such a cool name as well. It's kind of, apart from the bit after that. It's like, it's gone declassified. classified. Uh, just yeah. add a bunch of extra words that are totally unnecessary. It's got to have the word XCOM in it. Tied to the XCOM brand. They should have, yeah, they should have just called it the Bureau and detached it from XCOM. But yeah, it wouldn't have, have improved the game, on. though. Yeah. And it had mutons and things in it, so it was definitely XCOM. Yeah. Yeah, but it didn't have to. No, <laughs> they could have made their own alien designs yeah, if just, they wanted. Just change the design slightly, and you'd, you know, it could have been exactly the same game, exactly the same archetypes, just like. Well, it was going to be a different. It wasn't going to be an XCOM game originally. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, that mm. game was in development for way too long. It's a shame, really, because 2K Marin were kind of cool. I mean, they made Bioshock 2, and that was pretty good. Yeah. Did Marin get shut down or something? Or? Yeah, they got shut down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a shame. I guess, yeah. I mean, those people will go on to 
work on better games, I expect. <laughs> so, yeah. Hopefully. Or form a shit ton more indie titles. Yeah. <laughs> more sure. indie studios. That seems to be the way now. And not get messed around making some, tacking some license to some game or whatever, and then, mm. I don't know. It all going uh, probably wrong. So, next category. The most baffling decision or dumbest thing of dumbest the year. Thing. And um, the nominees are. Uh, the Xbox One reveal comes up again for yep, being that was super dumb. baffling. Yep, yeah. and baffling. Um, actually, I'm, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna move that one. I've got a duplicate here that's really a worrying trend, not a dumbest thing, but it's sort of the same thing, I guess. But I'll, I'll leave that for worrying trend. Um, the Peggle Two Happy Jump at E3. Um, <laughs> it's pretty dumb. Well, it was pretty dumb. Um, and all of SimCity's design. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> and also the, the PR reaction to the SimCity disaster was really dumb. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it, it might be worth adding um, some of the, the, like, the party system from Xbox One to this list. For being Could, dumb. Yeah, you, right. well, <laughs> yeah. it, it does kind of work, but it's, not, it's just uh, not as good as the 360s version. Not by a long shot. It's uh, Step and, back, and in, a, in a weird way, they they might actually still be ahead of PS4, which is the other weird thing. Like PS4's, like PSN's capabilities don't seem to actually have improved much from the PS3, from what I've been hearing. I mean, none of us have first-hand experience on that, but it's uh, the PS4 apparently just feels like PS3 again, which for some people is fine. But for those that have been spoiled on Xbox 360 liveness. Hmm. Still kind of surprising, I suppose. That they haven't caught up. Like Kippers was having a rant about trophy sinking. Still yeah. it still fucking happens. Yeah. And it's still bad. Um and he also doesn't like the Well, actually that's that's no, no, no that's that's another category. I won't get into that yet. Um so yeah, that's all I've really got on this front this year. Not a great deal of super baffling stuff, <laughs> apart from SimCity, I suppose. Well, yeah. the Xbox reveal was pretty dumb. <laughs> We've already talked about this, though, but yeah, it's true. I mean, it's... I just don't understand how this got through. Like, what, what conversations were had with yeah. their PR teams and... Even the guys, you know, the big movers and shakers in that division that are, you know, up on stage all the time. At what point did someone think that was a good idea? You're releasing a games console. The people that are going to be watching the reveal. Yeah, well, it was be internal the Microsoft people. That's the thing. They got it wrong because, yeah, because it's going to be the hardcore people watching it. But they tried to put it on TV and, like, aim it towards the not hardcore at all people who apparently... That's not what you do with a reveal, is it? It's like Well, no, oh, they screwed it up. I mean, but that's I mean, the thing when, like, people people get excited for movie trailers, like, uh, when, and, you know, they'll be excited when a movie trailer for something comes out. But, but they, but they're probably the only ones. They're like these hardcore fans, these hardcore followers of things. Like, it's like, oh right, that's out. Yeah, we better check that out. Go see it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and it's that's the audience you play to, like, when you're doing these things. I mean, it's not that different, I suppose, from when 
websites and stuff get all excited about, oh my God, we've got exclusive GTA 5 screenshots. It's like, well, the hardcore are going to hunt those out, aren't they? And it's, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was but, pretty cool because they weren't, they weren't releasing any other media, so it was kind of weird. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But, but Joe Bloggs on the street isn't going to care, is he? He's going to go, like, they'll, not, they'll only care, like, the, perhaps well, the month before GTA 5 comes out and, like, that's true. the actual proper advertising starts. Yeah. And, when it's all over the tube. And word stuff, gets yeah. out. Yeah. I just, it is weird that that happened. Uh, well, the only thing that makes me think that maybe that, that that must have happened is that a lot of people from the Xbox division must have left. But at the time of the reveal, uh, what's his face? Douche Mac, douchebag McDouche. <laughs> douchebag McDouche, was, yeah. I can't remember his name now, God. Um, yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, the guy that said, hey, we've got a product for that. It's called Xbox 360. <laughs> about offline play. Um, I can see his face. Yeah, <laughs> I can see his face. It's etched into my goddamn face. Jesus. Yeah. Is it Don something? Don? Don Matrick, yeah. Don Matrick, that's it. That's the one. Um, he's moved to Zinger and no one cares anymore. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> he's, for, he's forgotten. Um, yeah. Like, how, you know, he's been in this business for a long time. How he thought this is a good idea. Yeah, I guess it was. They were they're quite removed up there in their kind of crazy high up Microsoft hierarchy. They're probably trying to synergize or some shit or like take oh, yeah, over obviously. the living room for Microsoft rather than. Well, that's been, that's been Microsoft's plan games. all along, hasn't it? It's like to yeah. keep the PCs in the living room. But... Yeah, like a Trojan horse thing. But the 360 yeah. was more of a gamer machine in a way, and that was hugely successful. So. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just total, total, utter misunderstanding of the demographic and how you deal with that uh, i mean maybe they were thinking like if oh okay if we go out there initially saying this is going to be a device for everyone that maybe it won't pick up the the idea you know that that label perhaps it won't be labeled as a games console it'll be yeah, labeled yeah. as an entertainment device and, for everyone, and maybe yeah. that was their thinking well, it must you know, have been, yeah, part of it. Anyway. You know, if if they go into it saying, "Hey, this is our new games console that we're coming out with. Here are some games," da, 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 and then do the TV stuff later, like perhaps it wouldn't. Perhaps they felt that that wouldn't. That perhaps would have scared off. I guess the this, this total <laughs> this total market dominance they want. Um, but they, I get people just don't think like that. Not for a reveal. So yeah, that was dumb. Also, dumb it's just moment. the name Xbox. Xbox is synonymous with games console. Like even if you, even if you're not in that world, you know, even if you're not into games, even if you've got nothing to do with it, you know that an Xbox is a games machine. Mm. So you were never going to avoid this problem <laughs> or that 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 idea. The name's pretty dumb as well. It's fine, but it's a bit dumb. Eh, Xbox One's okay. I mean, we have occasionally cocked up. I mean, I'm sure everyone has cocked up at some point by saying, oh, no, that was on the Xbox One. No, uh, I need the no, original the Xbox. The original Xbox. Yeah, that's annoying. But not too annoying, because not many people are going to be talking about that sort of thing very often. It's, it's old enough, I suppose. Hmm. Okay. There'll come a point where it's just known as the Xbox again, right? So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> 
Presumably, although the 360 was often referred to as the 360 with no Xbox mm. in sight. Yeah. The X-Bone thing didn't last. I'd still call it the X-Bone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It clearly is the X-Bone. We'll keep it alive. Yeah. Keep it alive. It's X- yeah. X-Bone time. It's a shame I can't shout X-Bone. That's what you need. If only you could just change that. I would be happy if you could just change the the keyword from Xbox to computer or or X-Bone or something stupid or Nancy or whatever you wanted to call it. (laughs) Nancy. I don't know. Pick a name for your your X-Bone and call it that. You said computer all the time. It sounded like Star Trek, though. That's what I mean. (laughs) It's deliberate. I think, like, and I think Microsoft were trying... <laughs> and I think they were gunning for using PC as the like keyword for connect on PC at one point, but PC isn't as good as computer. God damn it! <laughs> you want it to be like Star Trek or like um... Gan for life forms. That's <laughs> <laughs> what the little communicator does. That's the communicator, not necessarily the computer. But if he's a Oh yeah, it's true. You don't you don't have to press that thing and talk to the computer, do you? Not when you're inside the ship. No, <laughs> no you just say computer. In fact, you don't even need to like how does like when Picard they, wants something for sold... the replicator, he doesn't even say replicator. Or he well, presumably if you're talking to the rep- <laughs> you're talking to it. It's like how a connect <laughs> is supposed to work. It knows when you're talking right. to it. Yeah, to it's it. like um, right. you know, connect tries to do that thing where it's um you have to have had a gap, I guess, between conversations, so it knows to start listening. Like, so if you just said something in the middle of a sentence, it tries not to pick that up. Um, and I feel like a lot of times with the replicator, they're, they're, he's like practically leaning into it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He kind of talks. To maybe it's, maybe it's not clear if you're talking to someone else. Like, it's got a proper directional mic to know when your mouth is facing it. Well, unless you're reading through the menu or something, and you're sat there. I suppose it doesn't matter on a replica. <laughs> the entire menu just gets printed out. I suppose it doesn't matter on a replica what the menu is. You can just ask for anything. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of well, provide it's got to be in the data banks, right? You can't. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't be like looking at this thing on screen or something and saying, "Oh, I really fancy some 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 hot dogs or something," and it just goes hot dogs, <laughs> makes them. What I want to know is the, what, are, what are the, surely the defaults are set like like um the defaults are set sensibly for each recipe, presumably, and then you. Well, have, that's uh, why he always run. has to say hot. Why does he say hot? It's surely like, hot is the oh, default. No. You'd want to yeah. say cool or something, or, or you'd want to. You'd think hot would be the default, is what I'm saying. Like if you tea, say tea, Earl, Earl Grey, scalding. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like warm. <laughs> Do you think warm would be the default, and then you have to say hot if you want it like steaming hot or something? Maybe it's, maybe it's a safety thing. But maybe tea. it's like you can't have. So if children activate the replicator, they don't burn themselves. That's a good idea. <laughs> but then again, they could just say hot. <laughs> maybe it has voice recognition of age. Yeah, it can tell. Why are we talking about this? Let's move on. <laughs> it'll, give, it'll give you Earl Grey tea if you're a child, but it won't give you hot Earl Grey tea because you might burn yourself. Exactly. You only have okay. access to high iced tea in the horde mode. Horde mode. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay, now like that mystery is solved. Okay. <laughs> Let's return to. Uh, so, what's our most baffling decision? Dumbest thing oh. was the Xbox reveal. Xbox surely. One reveal. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Okay. Done deal. Next category, maybe another, maybe a quicker one. Um, the most worrying trend of 2013. Okay. And uh, my top entry for this is transaction elements in pay for games. I mean, I don't think it's going away anytime soon, but 
just the volume of them in Microsoft's launch lineup is pretty ridiculous. And they basically had Monocle Gate again because, like, the cars in Forza that cost nearly 70 quid. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of dumb stuff in Microsoft's lineup regarding transactions. I mean, Crimson Dragon is the obvious one, but it's in Forza and it's bad. Um, it's in Rise, which I think is the weirdest implementation of it. Yeah. It's like, why does that game need that stuff? Mm. How is that remotely relevant? Um, I don't know how it's in Dead Rising, but I would assume it's there somewhere. Probably for like content or like costumes or yeah. something like that. Um, it is just bonkers. I mean, FIFA I can kind of let pass because Ultimate Team is kind of based on the collectible card game. Collectible? Collectible. Collectible card game thing. So it's probably makes sense there. Yeah. But... For every other Xbox game, seems a little nuts. I don't think COD does it, actually. I think COD just sticks to their normal plan. Yeah. But what, what, what could they even do for COD, really? Yeah. <coughs> because they don't go down like the customize your... Well, they sort of have some bloke customization. Well, they time. do now. Yeah. yeah. But I think they realise no one's going to buy... Uh, would people buy it? I don't know. The COD crowd are probably crazy enough perhaps to buy into customization. Look how much shit there is in Battlefield. But, yeah. I wonder how much EA makes out of that. If you ever go and look at the actual number of different camos there are for literally every item, mm. <laughs> there's fucking millions. And it's all per weapon or per vehicle. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, just, well, it's not per vehicle, is it? Because I've got flat snow and I can assign that to pretty much every vehicle. Yeah, but that's probably just the default. Maybe. <laughs> it's an unlock. I've got it from a battle pack. Right. Well, maybe the maybe the battle pack unlocks, unlocks across all of them or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's it, not actually per anything. I don't know. It, it, well, it, but it, it is a pretty ridiculous list, regardless. Mm. <laughs> just the whole thing of just how how many games it turn, it's turning up in now. It's yeah. kind of worrying. Um, I, I dislike immensely. Even Nintendo has managed to start doing DLC. <laughs> Just about. Has it? Well, there was DLC levels for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon if you wanted. Oh, mm. yeah, I suppose that is Ninty directly, isn't it, still? I always think of Pokemon as sort of detached from Ninty. Well, online, yeah, I but... guess they kind of are. Mm. They do whatever the fuck they want. The Pokemon Company, or whatever it is. But it's still Game Nintendo Freak. making the games, isn't it? Game Freak, yeah. But Nintendo publishing them, I suppose. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, and an extension to that, just the idea of day one DLC still pisses me off. <laughs> I just don't like it. Well, I guess that trend has continued, certainly. Yeah. So we were right to be worried about it before. <laughs> it's still here. But I guess it's not no longer a trend anymore. It just is. Yeah, it's just standard now. It's just pain. To be honest, that's pretty much all I got. Because <laughs> that thing pissed me off so much. I suppose the other worrying trend is games that launch broken. <laughs> well, there's been a lot of them this year. I don't know if that's necessarily a worrying trend. I, I was going to say games that... Too many games coming out in alpha states is more of a worrying trend. It's like what, the early access. This goddamn games for a change. Yeah, <laughs> that is weird. And like, it's 
Especially because Kickstarter like... is better than early access, really. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm, I, mm. I'm so, I agree more. Of it's just stuff than... because early access is built into Steam. It's much easier. Well, mm. it, it is weird because I think if Steam did a slightly better job of marking stuff as early access, I mean, I know you go to the store page and that's pretty much the first thing you see under the trailer box. Is yeah. This big thing saying this is early access. Um, and then the devs write some bullshit in there. Yeah. Which is also kind of dumb. So, sometimes that's pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know. I think doing both may be a problem, but I'm not sure. It's it's, it's a real contentious problem, problem with me because I know that it, early access in Steam is kind of a good way of getting seen and to get your game funding, but for a very fixed amount, which... Yeah. Isn't necessarily the same, which isn't the same as doing a Kickstarter because you're you're sort of buying the game before you have any knowledge of it. Whereas a Kickstarter, you could just put a couple of quid in. You probably wouldn't get anything out of it, but you'd still be funding the game, maybe. Yeah. Um, but then who's going to do that? You want to fund it enough to get something out of it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's been a lot of them, and maybe there will come a tipping point where people just don't care anymore. I mean, I've, maybe it's already getting too much if we're talking about it. Yeah, possibly. I mean, Kickstarter did blow up last year, really. Yeah. In a big way. Um, and early access is just... Is Kickstarter done and early access is the new thing? Or Maybe. Although it was really weird when Starvale did their thing because they basically, they basically did their own not actually a Kickstarter on their own website, where it still had, like, tiers and shit, but it wasn't actually a Kickstarter. So I guess they got to keep all the money, I suppose, was the advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> but then, and then it came out on Early Access on Steam as a beta. And it's like, that's, like, double weird. Do both of those things. Presumably the people that put in enough money doing the Kickstarter have already got a key well, yeah, to... of course. Because that was how they were actually going to release it. Mm. And they supposed I think to... it's probably fine if you're upfront about it. If you say in your Kickstarter, well, this is what we're going to do, then we're going to do a round of... Then from this moment onwards, it's going to sit in Steam. Yeah. Then that's probably fine. And then there's other weird cases of weird shit happening on Early Access, like Planetary Annihilation, where it's like, because they'd done a Kickstarter that where they the tiers were super expensive for the Early Access, they had to release a super expensive Early Access on Steam, and then it's going down over time. Mm. That's uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe there's some logic there. Well, it's logical, but it's still completely weird from yeah. a like price point of view. When you see something that's like sixty quid, and you're I mean, like, "What the fuck?" It's not necessarily. Uh, they run the risk of the zeit- of losing the zeitgeist before the game comes out. Well, that's the whole. That everyone does. Every early access game runs that risk. Yeah, I mean, I think I think perhaps you get away. It's not so bad on Kickstarter because I guess you know what you're getting into. Well, well but, like ideally in Kickstarter, most of the that is why that Planetary Annihilation price is like that because I think it's better on Kickstarter if you make it so it costs more to get into the earlier stages. Yeah, if you're if you're that invested in it, you don't want random consumers to buy into something that's broken because then that will yeah. put them off. But then, do you want to limit the amount of money you could be make it you could potentially make by by having the fixed timescales of Kickstarter? Mm. As you see, it's a, I think it's problematic all round in terms of perception. Yeah. Um, but maybe isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it sort of feels like one. <laughs> it's weird. It is weird. Um, 
I'm not a fan, if I'm honest. I just don't. I would rather see a game built to the designer's idea. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. But at the same time, needing to get funding from publishers can squander that idea. So it's it's hard to know where to sit on this. I don't know if it's necessarily what it could be worrying. Let's put it that way. If it, if it gets abused, potentially so, worrying trend of the year. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think at the moment it's necessarily worrying. Why haven't they done like this? Is probably a really bad idea, and I hope kind of hope that they don't. But it seems like a totally logical thing that Steam could do. They should just make it like an early access thing that is just pay for time. So as long as you're still enjoying it and playing it, you're still paying. <laughs> yeah, no one's really... That, that idea has been tossed around for a while, like not just for early access, but for multiplayer games, like to go to go cheap subscription. Well, yeah, but that's a, that's a different situation where it's like they kind of the idea that MMOs could reduce their limits to like not have monthly maybe like weekly or something well, yeah, not even <laughs> cut it down not gradually even, not even things like MMOs like if Call of Duty becomes oh well yeah that problematic idea. like you pay, pay per day that you're online or something or yeah um, is the idea that's been floated around a while but that's not no, quite, no, no one has really jumped on that that's yet. not really the same thing <laughs> no well is it isn't it it's just a different time scale. It's like no, but it's like the only. But then you ne- don't necessarily have to pay for the game up front. You've just got this. Well, yeah, the early access is like it makes it so you, so that you can just look in at how at how it's going at that time, mm. and then you won't have to like make a commitment. And then if you don't think the devs are going to finish it, you're not boned or, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, perhaps. But yeah, that would be. But I don't know then what the incentive is. For what? For who? For, for, the, for people or the devs? Yeah, for either. Well, for the people, the incentive is that you can look at things really quickly and you don't have to spend very much. Mm. But, mm, I don't know, a bit of me, to me that doesn't appeal. Well, you'd, I, have to, you'd have to, I mean, there's other things that you'd have to do to actually make that system work. Like, there'd probably have to be some kind of automatic limit or something it would be like a like a demo basically it's like after you get to like 20 hours it'd be like we you should just buy this now just pay another 10 quid <laughs> well that, i guess the, the ideal is yeah you have a subscription model that says once you go over a certain threshold it's like you've paid for the game outright well yeah well, I still, you're, just, you're just in at that point that could work in theory but that'd be too easily sort, sort of that be that wouldn't actually work because people would just leave it running and then well, the same thing would happen. It, it's not yeah. like I think it would have to be like it would be like a demo where it would be a, after a certain limit of time it just stops and then you just pay a little bit more to add it up to the total. It would have to be like the amount of time you'd spend would be less than how much you'd pay for the total game. There'd still have to be like one step more to actually go into the full version mm. or something. I don't know. And obviously that whole system would have to be configured per game depending on how much time you spend in each game or well, yeah, unless you start yeah unless you start tying them to some kind of pro- progression marker in the game like, well, you know assuming that the game has a progression marker well it has a way of tracking generic actions yeah maybe like walk is walking <laughs> um, is the next or start of walking is the next jump is an action you know pay per jump <laughs> yeah I don't know you can't climb up any hills if you stay on the flatland you can play forever well you know it starts a time when you think you're active and if you're sat there idling it's like, oh, well that's and easy then to fake as well, some though, kind of, yeah it's an awkward one 
I don't think any model's good for that, but... Okay. But then, but then you're just still, and that doesn't make sense because if you're idling, you're still just still paying the money to idle, even yeah, if, but, if it's just time based, and you're wasting no one's time but, and money but your own. Yeah, but it might as well at that point. It's like you might as well just buy it. It's like the the whole idea that if it if it didn't cost exactly the same as just buying it, is what I'm saying. If you just idle, oh yeah, I mean it should. Yeah, it definitely should. That's the way you solve that. Yeah, but I, I was saying it should cut the amount of time that you can do that for short of the full cost of the game, and then you pay to bump it up in a separate transaction rather than just leaving it running <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No. Yeah, difficult one. Anyway, uh, there should be more ways. To, it's like they could theoretically make quite a few different ways for that for that to work but then that might lead to even more problems of confusion because mm. I mean I'm sure Steam could build all kinds of shit because they it's basically they can totally just turn on and off the access to a game whenever they want yeah <laughs> that basically already exists I'm not sure anyone really wants to take the risk on coming up with a crazy ass model because you know the ones that sort of exist seem to be working for some people yeah but they're annoying that early access thing is going to be a problem soon. All right, so maybe that is really interesting. <laughs> what do you reckon doing out of that lot? Uh, well, I was going to say I don't like this. Not that I have experienced it yet, but um, I don't like that. I've been hearing that uh, console games on the Xbox One and the PS4 are effectively like PC games, and that you have to wait to install them and you have to worry that you have enough hard disk space and it's basically all that benefit of consoles where you just put it in and play it is all gone now and on the xbox one you don't even know how much hard disk space you got left because it's like oh well magically take care of that for you except we've only got a yeah, fixed amount yeah i don't know if that counts as a trend that's just a worrying thing about the one <laughs> i don't know if it's going to become a problem because no i don't I'm, i can't fill that space yeah it counts as a worrying trend really because it's like inevitable isn't it <laughs> because there's, there's why no... Unless we went back to, like, 500 gigabyte carts, there's no way to solve this problem because it's just all about disk speeds and yeah, that's I the guess. only problem they're trying to solve is that you can't stream stuff off a of disk fast enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, well, I think the good news is, is that both Xbox One and PS4 have working ways of mitigating the problem. I mean, yeah, okay, the only one I've really tried is Forza 5 where, you know, it let me play after 25% of the game it installed. Um, right. And then from that moment on, it was seamless. Yeah, um, I guess they're trying to fix it, yeah, by doing that. And yeah. uh, some PS4 stuff, um, Kippers has been telling me, is practically instant, as in you oh, put the game good. in and you can do something within, like, seconds. Hmm. Like play Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <Yeah>. Perfect. <laughs> but I, I, think, I think you said Killzone was a... pretty much had something happening really fast. Oh, okay. Okay, that's not so bad. I, I think I think it's okay. I think it's fine. I think we're all so used, to, well, at least us anyway, on PC gamer land are so used to it. But and, and I think the problem the problem is is that actually that, that as much as but they want maybe people to move towards digital distribution, actually that pop in and play scenario still only really works if you buy discs, even with the slight delay for an install to occur. The disc mm. is the fastest way to do it right now. Yeah, because in, internet just isn't there <laughs> still probably won't be for a real long time no especially not if they keep charging for bandwidth and crap like that and, yeah and people with America caps and like me and yeah your cap is always irrelevant my cap is 250 gig yeah, that's... 
That's fucking dumb. My brother's in Canada and his cap is insanely tight for no reason. Apparently that's what they do in North America. The American, Canada, yeah. yeah, American broadband and phone contracts are really nuts. They, they cost a lot and the restrictions are mental. Yeah. But, so we're, we're pretty lucky here. Okay, so where are we? Uh, What's the worst out of that lot? So well, microtransaction elements... Microtransaction yeah. elements in pay for games, uh, games that launch broken. I guess SimCity and Battlefield and That's Ashes. Uh, that <laughs> hasn't happened mu- that much before, so yeah. Hopefully that well, away. EA had at least two on their own. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty shocking. I mean, that seems like a very. If that continues, that is a very worrying trend. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the most worrying. I thought Battlefield 3 wasn't pretty broken. Battlefield 3 was pretty broken. Uh, but, I, but that's the thing, they just didn't learn from it. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, what, I think that's why it's not so much of a trend any longer. That's just how it is at the game. How did they break it in different, in different ways again? It's like, some of them are the same way. ways, yeah. Weird. It is weird. It is, it, that's the problem. Like, the EA have made it a trend. <laughs> Almost single-handedly. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's perhaps it's the arrogance of like we'll just fix it later. Yeah, exactly. is the worrying bit. Yeah, that's um, just ridiculous. And and yeah, obviously, finally, the big discussion on early access stuff. Um, yeah, I think the early I, access I, stuff I think, is just a model thing that will probably like um, it'll probably even itself out once people figure out hey, it's not worth paying for something that's not even there, like Goddess or whatever. Yeah, I think something, there'll be like a tipping point, isn't there? and it would just be yeah. like, people will and just get either sick of it, or someone will fuck up so bad that no one wants to do it anymore. Or... And like you say, Steam can change the model, or have different models at any time, I guess. So. Yeah, um, what you really I... want is some big disasters. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think anyone wants that, actually, but you know, as soon as we get, so, it will happen eventually, surely, that there will be some yeah. games that have been that have got a quite large early access following, but the studio runs out of cash or whatever and just can't carry on. Mm. That'll learn them. But then does that impact the game design is the worst bit, perhaps. Like if they have to put something out that's mostly playable mm. and mostly complete, like to, to get some kind of end-to-end game out of it, mm. and then they just keep adding stuff sort of side on the side, I guess. Right. Maybe. You can't Does that the impact core. the actual designs of the games? Um, which would suck. It would, but I don't think we've seen that as a trend suck. yet. No, yeah. Well, we, I guess, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard to know if that was ever the, you know, I guess the dev. It's hard to know sometimes whether that was actually the plan for the devs. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What, what what are you feeling then? Because I'm, yeah, I'm kind of feeling the broken games. <laughs> it's being yeah. worrying. I think microtransactions are worse. Yeah, I, I oh, think okay. microtransactions have the biggest potential. At least with the pat, the the launch breaking things are getting fixed. Um, but micro, it has been there's been multiple times this year where microtransactions have negatively impacted a game. That's um, true, but. Yeah. I mean, Dead Space Three was kind of started that ball rolling. Yeah, but I mean, th- this has been going on for a while, and none of those games have been like hugely successful. Like the only the only one that makes loads of money is the one that has the least 
the least impact on the game, which is Dota Two or whatever. Yeah, but so it's like no it's not making them. Well, but that's a free to play game. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about pay, like transactions in, in, in paid for games. games. What do you think yeah. they're making loads of? I don't know. It seems like I don't know. Tar- I don't know if they're making money out of it, but yeah, it's, it's just growing. As I say, Microsoft's launch lineup is filled with them. EA games are filled with them naturally. Um, okay. And Monocle Gate, yeah. Was that this year? <laughs> no, that no. was last year. It was probably two years ago now. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. It felt like it was in last year's game of the year, I think. Uh, I think Monocle Gate was a while back. But... Okay, cool. I'm, 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 I'm with that one, personally. Fair enough. Well, that seems like a common, you know, it seems like been a worrying trend for a while, so it certainly should yeah. want to win something. So, cool. Microtransaction elements in pay for games. Uh, Worrying trend of the year. Stop it. Next. Stop it. Stop it. Stop, just stop, it, stop it. Fuck off with your transaction. Stop. Stop it. All right. If we see that shit in Titanfall, I will be angry. Fairly <laughs> uh, inevitable. Flat out worst game of the year, SimCity. <laughs> I don't think so. SimCity. No. Not actually that bad. That we played. Come on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that we played. Because we can't, like, rate a terrible game that we haven't touched. What, like Aliens Colonial Marines? Colonial Marines. Really? <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, okay, okay, actually, I have seen quite a lot of that. It is, yeah. does look terrible, but I haven't played it because yeah. it looks terrible. Exactly. Really bad. Hilariously <laughs> bad, in fact, with the, like, aliens, like, rotating and doing great. Although, Ashes Cricket, that, that, was, that, was, that was hilarious. God, <laughs> that, was that was the worst I, game. I think, as, as Zach and I were saying, we can't quite believe that ashes came out in 2013 worse than a game i think we played 10 years ago which was an ea cricket game yeah and okay sure the animations were kind of fucked up on that and people could catch balls without looking at them (laughs) um but it's a much better game (laughs) yeah yeah that game was shocking I guess cricket doesn't sell well amongst video gamers well no that's why they didn't have any money to make that apparently yeah by the looks of it Yeah. it's quite funny though but uh, uh, we've been quite lucky I think this year and that we, I don't think any of us have really played a bad game not really I mean SimCity was broken I mean yeah, broken games are not necessarily diff- I don't know bad well, and broken it wasn't broken. just broken it was kind of bad the it, design doesn't yeah, work in yeah. SimCity which is bad true. that yeah. is just a sign of badness fair enough yeah milk, milk chocolate badness well I think I enjoyed the stuff I played. I don't think any of it was bad. Are you played SimCity? No, no. You weren't talking about games I played. Uh, just in general, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got a tough one. Yeah, it's a toughie. But out of stuff we played, SimCity, surely. Surely. I'm guessing so. Unless you played some indie crap. That one that was, that was crap. <laughs> Zag. Don't say awesome notes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play that and all that also wasn't this year as we discussed no. <laughs> brothers yeah <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah uh, this is a shit category for us because we don't play enough so well, yeah, exactly. we don't play enough bad games yeah, yeah. Tomb Raider's story <laughs> yeah this story worst story of the but we could just say worst thing in a game we've played this year Okay. What's the, just the worst bit of a game we've played this year, SimCity? Okay. <laughs> One of SimCity. 
There must have been bits in Bioshock that are a bit annoying. Well, yeah, the combat, well, I didn't gel Some with the, me. Yeah, but I can't put that as worst thing because it was fine. No. I mean, it was, it was, it was okay. It's yeah. okay. It's not bad. It's just... I mean, well, I guess the whole... Pri- I didn't get on with the whole prison level of Bioshock. I thought that was kind of annoying. Which is really annoying. Not a lot yeah. else. Actually, I think you, combat in, in Bioshock and GTA are quite similar in that they're both quite a lot better than in the previous version, but still not good enough. Not top tier. So, yeah, still not good enough. Yeah. They're, like, they're actually quite a lot improved, like, I think, Bioshock Infinite versus Bioshock Combat. Definitely. But it's just still not quite good enough. And the same with GTA Five. It's like, this is quite a lot better than in 4, but damn it, it's still not... It's not as good as Max Payne. I don't know. Damn it. Anyway. All of Tomb Raider's story, as Zach said. It's probably worse. Where it's a pretty bad thing. <laughs> that poor lady played... that was on that uh, Charlie Brooker program who wrote yeah, the sorry. Tomb Raider thing. You played yeah. Dust 514. That was pretty bad when you played it. It supposedly year? got better. Was that this year? Yeah. That was really this year? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> Actually. But yeah, we we because we when we played it, using it was my pretty account, yeah. it was literally it was, a beta. It was still beta, yeah. <laughs> and then the dragon they changed everything. Oh, in we dust. Did play it. I, I didn't actually get crimson dragon, but yeah, no. but, yeah, dust five on four was. It wasn't great when we played it, but that was in beta. Um, and uh, the fact that you can't. You know, in Animal Crossing, everything is still very Nintendo text style. That you know, everyone always has to say everything. There's no way it just sort of say, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, but otherwise, what else would that game have? <laughs> you have to talk to people. That's the whole point of the game. I know, but I don't want like repetition of text. Where I can well, then you're going to need a lot of fucking text. I don't know. Either that, or just say, no, "I've got nothing to say." Like, just get over and done with. Or like, you walk into a shop. I don't want them to tell me about well, that, about the, the shop. Shop ones like, are the worst. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That's the precisely the shit I'm talking about. Hmm. Even so, even now, I still don't have a lot. <laughs> well, that's that then. End of this dumb category. Yeah, we'll move on. Okay. Listen, fuck it. All that uh, stuff is bad. <laughs> no winner. Okay. <laughs> Uh, best music of the year. Ooh. Um, and I am specifically calling out original soundtracks, not licensed. Okay. Right. Um, because this <laughs> might just go to GTA otherwise. Because well, right, apparently, yeah. according, most to, music. according to certain websites, people really fucking love the start of Alpha 4. Like, why? That's not uh, even a good use of that song. No, it's, it's a completely dumb and random use of that song that has no, con- no, you know, no influence on anything else that you do. Total eclipse. That whole start sequence was just completely. It's like. We'll just show you the dramatic bit and then jump back 15 minutes and then you just play up to that bit and then it just cuts from there and goes to a completely different bit. <laughs> yeah. Totally done. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit weird. It's weird. But the whole Battlefield... Actually, no, that's another thing for the worst thing of the year is the Battlefield 4 campaign. I don't know if, the hot, if it was all that bad. It's not good. The start of it was pretty bad. I can't call it good. <laughs> no. Damn and that makes it bad. <laughs> Um, so my nominations for this are Rogue Legacy yeah because that's pretty cool some of the chip tune stuff as well from the jukebox the Maya has the best yeah the Maya the Maya's cool yeah Maya's cool 
Uh, and Devil May Cry is my other pick. Um, Quite like the okay, Bioshock Infinite soundtrack too. That was right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, what does the barbershop stuff count? Well, not really. As, as original or licensed? That's nearly licensed. It's <laughs> yeah. the remixes, nice. basically. Yeah. Well, it's quite significantly, yeah, altered in tone and stuff, but yeah. But that's not what I'm necessarily talking about. I mean, that stuff was cool and and awesome as like a moment or whatever when you got... Yeah. But I mean, that that wasn't the majority of the soundtrack. I just thought the the actual orchestral... I didn't get bored of the crazy combat da-dum, 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 da-dum stuff. I thought I would, but it was actually quite good. Yeah, that that stuff was okay. I'm not sure on the whole it's a great soundtrack. You know, it's not that memorable. I think partly because of its style, maybe. Yeah, Um, I guess it doesn't have like a main theme thing too much. I I mean, the best thing was the crazy, um, uh, the, the, will the circle be unbroken, that, that hymn that they used. Like at the start, mm-hmm. where they're all humming it and stuff, in like a in, when when you first go in, and then it's at the end and stuff. It's that 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 yeah. the use of that was really really cool. Um, you know the do, 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 that one, and there's mm-hmm. also the the songbird song, I guess, and all that stuff. That was all kind of integrated. Well, I don't actually remember the what the songbird song was. I just remember the lows. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> some, sort yeah. of, some sort of mash of random notes in <laughs> distorted fashion yeah fair enough um, yeah anyway so, so, so DMC I've put on here because you know fucking noisier man it's awesome um, and it was all the noisier side at least of that soundtrack was, was all written for the game and mm-hmm. it's very very good um, like the clubs the club level and uh, most of the boss fights and the Sort of, sort of dubstepy, but sort of very grimy at the same time. And uh, the other half is, is technically not written for the game because it's it's Combi Christ, but it's just taking from their their normal songs pretty much. But they've right, just yeah. been mixed in such a way that it fits in the game mm-hmm. really well. Um, so I can't count that side really. Um, but for the noisier stuff alone, or nausea, noise, no, noisia. I call it noisia. Noisia, um, yeah. Um, yeah, that stuff's really good. It's, it's stuff I can listen to on its own. Even outside of the game. Cool. Well, that uh, sounds like a strong contender, to be honest. That's pretty much all I got, really. But um, about I'm you, on the, Bio- the Bioshock one should have been mentioned. Yeah, was, I think it so. was good. Well, I liked the Bitrip Runner 2 stuff, even though that's not much of music. Well, I found it's quite cool, but at the same time, it's not. It wasn't that different, really, from what they did for the original bit. <laughs> you know, it has the, well, it has the same chord progression all the time. Like the levels aren't different enough. Yeah, well, that would be like that would have to make it a different game. Well, they, they could. Like, I think they could have perhaps like kept the gameplay style, but perhaps had a different song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like bit trips always the same. Song done in different styles. No, it's not. It kind of is. It's not. They're totally different songs. It's like the stupid tropical one for the tropical level, <laughs> and the industrial ones for the industrial levels. Mm. Totally different themes. Whenever I think of it, I always just have that same progression in my head. It's... Well, I mean, it has the same progression because it's attached to the like progressing the super mega ultra thing because that's the actual progression. No, but I mean, the, the just the note patterns that it takes. I don't know. Doesn't strike me as varied in there. And then there's Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which I really liked. 
Yeah, I'm sure I remember you, you played me some of that stuff, and it was, or at least I, you know, heard it when you were playing it. And yeah, was, some of that was oh, it was pretty good actually. Yeah, you weren't even hearing good tracks. No, <laughs> naturally, because well, the dumb thing about it is, is you can unlock a thing that lets you play the music, except you don't unlock all the music at once, and I never unlocked all of the music, so I never got any of the good tracks in that thing. And I was like, oh. I want to have my hometown theme music be one of the good tracks, but I can't because I don't have any of the good tracks yet. Yeah. But yeah. What, what about the um, any of the the, the oh, what was it cave rule? No, the dog stuff from Animal Crossing. Oh, no, I don't care about that. <laughs> I don't care about his shit. <laughs> and then not that amazing. I don't know why everyone loves it so much. <laughs> Fair enough. That's that. <laughs> that's that and for some reason on my on my game list I have Hotline Miami even though I didn't play it oh that was freaking great either. that's not this year I would vote for yeah, that I don't know why that's <laughs> in this list and, and, and again that's a difficult one to judge because half of it isn't it's weird because half of it wasn't written for the game yeah right um, that's freaking awesome though <laughs> it was quite it repetitive awesome as well soundtrack. but it was brilliant oh but that's kind of yeah. to its benefit yeah. I think somehow that works yeah it was great but yeah, um, not this year, sadly. Otherwise, that would be quite easy for me, I guess. So I think my personal pick is going to be DMC, but yep. I think team pick probably has to be Rogue Legacy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if I... Well, you guys you, you, want... You've only heard one of the tracks. Yeah, you probably <laughs> haven't got to the good stuff in... Like, oh, the, I guess The not. super awesome stuff in Rogue Legacy. Well, I mean, yeah. I like the castle track. The that's, castle's that's fine. That's my second yeah. favourite. Uh, the, castle, the castle music is so fitting. Yeah. But I, I like the... You know, when you go to the jukebox and there's the Pistol Shrimp song. What, you mean one of the... That's all... The, those are the, just the songs that play in the game. I know, but, like, I don't know where... I haven't heard them... Heard it where it's uh, normally used yet. <laughs> well, it's probably one of the bosses. Probably. I imagine. But, but yeah, I like, I like that music. Some of the stuff you can pick, some of the chippy stuff from you that you can pick is pretty cool. I just like the audio design in that game in general. Mm. It's like the chunkiness of the of your guy is kind of cool. <laughs> well, lovely. So if you're a fat, if you're a huge dude, yeah, boom, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I think they turned that up since the since the like when they patched it. <laughs> it is cool. <laughs> and if you're a um, a spell sword and with your yeah that weird sort of sound yeah <laughs> yeah it's a cool game for your ears yeah cool okay then rogue losing yep yeah I think that's I think that's a, a best worthy winner music best or music of the year song. and probably best audio in general maybe maybe um, there's not much else to the audio really no <laughs> I guess not <laughs> Um, Rogue Legacy uh, yeah so the next category is the worst audio thing <laughs> classic which is great I, I, like, I like these but I've only got two entries this year and the first one is kind of dumb because it's kind of personal to me but when people talk in Battlefield 3 and there's that kind of radio beep before or after they say something, there's like a right noise. It sounds exactly like my telephones in this house going onto charge. <laughs> right. So it's like, so I look round, going, "What's my phone doing?" <laughs> but it's precisely the same, and it's really annoying. Okay. Um, and the other thing, Forza Five's music, all of it. Uh, yeah, so annoying. That was pretty bad. 
Like, they've <laughs> taken the crown from GT5. Yeah, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> the, yeah. battle of, the battle of bad racing game music. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much all I got. Like, Forza 5's music, I thought, was pretty goddamn atrocious. But... Yeah. Why but, do they you know, it's, think it's it was probably okay, idea. but it's just not the right place to use it. No, they used it in, in the races, in, weirdly, and it was, like, super dramatic and weird. Yeah. So perhaps for some of, like, Forza it would have been fine, but I would have much just preferred a, a licensed tra- soundtrack. It doesn't even have to be an expensive licensed soundtrack like an EA game. It just... <laughs> Some some obscure stuff would be fine, just not that. Make some shit up if it's cheaper. I don't care. Just don't give me that. I think that yeah. seems like an easy winner. And I mean, can't, I can't think of really bad, annoying audio moments. There are probably a few <coughs> in stuff I played. weren't too many in the uh, GTA Five had pretty good sound design uh, across it, so I, I don't think there was any particularly irritating, like, "Hey, you want to go bowling?" type situation. Yeah. Um, well, if you want, if you want to talk about ga- bringing stuff from the games that haven't actually come out yet, category, it's like Kerbal Space Program is like it, it's literally impossible to deal with. I'm sure, but trying to normalise rocket engines never actually works because they're always just ridiculously loud and fuzzy and overlapping sound effects that just distort all the time. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. That's just like there's not really anything you can do about that because that's, that's just how the game works and they do sort of sound like actual rockets sort of because rockets do that yeah I suppose this isn't necessarily because it's bad I'm still sort of disappointed that FIFA 14's commentary isn't and I feel like that should have advanced more over the years. Well, it the- feels like the one thing in sports games that hasn't advanced since we were playing it in 98. I mean, yeah, they can say the the names of like pretty much every player in the game, yeah. which is kind of a feat. But it's the stuff that intermingles with like the play-by-play stuff isn't that great. I, I, I remember like NHL 2003 being more interesting to listen to. And well, I think the main problem with... And admittedly, that was still when they were doing the comedy thing. Yeah. Um, I think their main problem with the commentary of 14 is that I think somehow they, well, I don't know, maybe they shouldn't have done it quite so much, but they, it's like there's just an incredibly hard cut between idle, normal commentary and insanely enthusiastic about the score commentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got to score! It was, yeah, it, cha- it cuts to st- st- the, the when you're getting anywhere near the goal, the way that it's like, it's got to be! Yeah. Like, it's a sure thing that it's going to happen. Like, it, every time, pretty much. And there's no, never any build-up to it. It's always just like, he cuts out of whatever normal conversation. He's like, oh, he's made a pass. Oh, shit! You've <laughs> <laughs> got to score! Well, like, yeah, that kind of stuff is kind of annoying. Uh, or like, oh, this, this, this attack has, looks like it's got a bit of menace to it. <laughs> it says that all the time. Um, there's a lot of repetition, and it's, in, in this day and age, I, I don't know. I, that feels like it shouldn't be. What else are they using the disc content for? <laughs> <laughs> or download content in this case. Where the fuck is the rest of this 36 gig? Mm. Um, so that's more disappointing than bad, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure mm. I've got a lot else, really. No. Okay. Not, not a bad year for sound design. <laughs> Apparently, people had their shit together, not annoying us too much. I'm sure there was some game I played 
Oh, that might not. That might be Catherine actually, because I was always in two minds about whether yeah. or not the constant saying of Edge oh, was yeah. annoying or not. Naturally, <laughs> sometimes I, I, I kind of like it, and other times it's just like shut the fuck up, Edge. Well, I'm kind of thinking Forza. I don't know. That yeah. Music's yeah. annoying. That was definitely the worst audio thing. Well, for I, just I, being like, why did you do that? Yeah. Uh, I don't really like the. I think Battlefield Four. Like I know what they're going for with some of their sound design, but like to be consistent. But I'm, I'm st- I'd still wish that like announcer stuff wasn't said over the radio. Like you know, ah, oh, we've lost this position. Da, da, da. I'd, I'd just much rather prefer if I could just turn it to like Unreal style. You've lost point C. <laughs> Something clear, because it kind sometimes that stuff just gets muffled to me, and I can't make it out. Or it's the point though. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Some of the, yeah, I just wish some of the messaging was a bit better, a bit clearer in Battlefield. But yeah, as you say, maybe that's the point, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. Mm. Um, well, they could have fixed that by just like the UI more than the sound, even in some cases. Particularly for when, like, when the, like in Rush, when a bomb's been planted and the icon for the point just flashes really slowly. That kind of it's like that's the most important thing that should be like brightly flashing red or something. Yeah, shit. it should be something really <laughs> obvious on the map, maybe. Or... At least you can hear the whoop, whoop. <laughs> Wait, if you're close enough, yeah. Which is all right, yeah. Um, I don't know, a lot of Battlefield sound is the same as last time, which is, again, more maybe disappointing. But then what else could they do? It was already, It's already, the sound in that game is already pretty great in general. Mm. Um, it might be, like, best audio thing, <laughs> just all of Battlefield's design, but apart from that. Still um, don't think it was because it's free somehow, but I still haven't really heard it enough to direct. I keep thinking I should just go straight back to Battlefield 3 directly from 4 and see if I can actually determine why I like 4 less. Because <laughs> I do. Was it's it, like I just don't like playing it as much. What, is it maps or...? Maybe. I mean, some of the maps are a lot more open this time. But... Yeah, I'm not sure that's necessarily a problem. Yeah. I just want to play Metro all the time. <laughs> no, I really don't want to play Metro all the time. I like Metro. <laughs> Or at least not Conquest mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe not. Uh, yeah, so Force of Five Music, winner of Worst Audio Thing. Indeed. Don't do it. Uh, yeah. Best moment in a game, 2013. Mm. Uh, I got two nominations for this. Uh, okay. Bioshock Infinite's ending kind of blew me away. That was pretty good. Um, and the intro sequence for The Last of Us is awesome. Okay. Uh, and would be my pick. Um, I don't know. Well, what do you want me to say? I mean, should, should we go into spoiler? I suppose we should go into spoiler territory for this kind of conversation, but it depends on what. If it's then. the start of the game, it's not so bad. Yeah, it's not so first, bad. Yeah, it's the first twenty minutes or so. That's fine. So it's, um, but yeah, the intro, the intro sequence in Last of Us is genius because it basically puts you in the shoes of your dad as well as Joel, I guess, like you know, this this kid's dad at the time. Um, as as the shit goes down, um, and as the the military get, it basically all culminates in in um, the military getting an order not to let anyone leave the town lest they be shot. Um, so this guy opens fires on 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 you, and your daughter gets killed. And it's just the way it's presented is just the worst, right? Like I mean, for like gut wrenching style, yeah. it's a. Uh, Really hits home in a big way, and, right? Uh, that sounds uh, very dramatic. Yeah, 
there aren't many games I think that have done that kind of moment as well as The Last of Us does. Okay. Um, and there's there there are some other pretty cool moments in that game, but it never reaches that height again. That intro is it's just phenomenally done. Um, but at the same time, man, Bioshock's end, ending just mad. That was yeah, just a. It was a good payoff for, for getting through that game, really, because it was like, you know, here's all the crazy crap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are a lot of great... Uh, I, I suppose I should mention a lot of other DMs. There, there's a lot of moments in DMC that are cool as well, but I don't think they top those two. Um, like, the Raptor News boss is pretty cool. Um, the club level... The whole club level is cool, but it's not really a moment, I suppose. Um I mean, the, 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 it does the drama of the boss fights really well, DMC. Or, or any time the level does something unexpected is cool. Like, like mm. you're running down a corridor and then the demons make the corridor longer as you're jumping through it. And it's like, oh, God, what, what, what? You bastards. Um, it, but it's a lot of little moments rather than sort of one necessarily large, massively audacious moment, I suppose. Mm. That's the thing. A lot of little... Like I'm, try, I'm trying to think of a, like a, a standout moment. There must be loads from from GTA, but no, none as big as that. I don't think as Bioshock or or um, all that Last of Us intro. I don't think. I mean, there are loads of good ones, but yeah, no like big standout moment of the year type stuff. I don't know. My favorite moment of the year is the end of Rogue Legacy. <laughs> Oh, but we haven't, we haven't seen that yet, well, and I don't want to spoil. <laughs> well, it's not. I don't know if it's that much of a spoiler, really. I don't know. But it's... What what can happen? Really, <laughs> well, yeah. it's not so much, like, the story of it, but yeah. it's like... <laughs> when you kill the last boss, it does, like, the death portrait, like, when, you, when your guys die. Oh, right, 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 right. I see. <laughs> and it's super awesome. <laughs> that is cool. But it, uh, that, it does tie into the story, so I don't want to spoil it too much. But yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just a funny moment where it's like... Lols. And he has like, his, like <laughs> the literally the last thing he said in a text box appears as his last words in that screen as well. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Which is doubly funny. That's, that's a nice bit detail. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> well, like his uh, last words were whatever you. Whatever he last said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rather than the random last words you get from all the people. Yeah, the tips. Yeah, tip words. Or just one that says, bury me with my money. It's like, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm having it. Hmm. I, it's a tough one, this, because I know like Dan's only really... The only moment we have in common is the Bioshock one, I suppose. That's true, but I'm um, kind of feeling that, you know, the way you're describing The Last of Us intro sounds pretty... Yeah, it sounds like it's pretty, pretty amazing. It's, games, just, yeah. it's just filled with really neat touches. I mean, you're in the. It's it it, it starts essentially with you like wandering that the you wake up in the middle of the night and you're wandering through the house trying to find Joel and you mm. find him sort of uh, downstairs in a bit of a panic. Um, like you know, just that moment where you sort of it feels like there's going to be a tense jump scare and you're wandering about the house and something, but there isn't. It's just like you, you just find him and like you get the sense of shit going down. From hit from him, not from, um, 
Uh, and and you know, I think you I think you re- go to the answer phone at one point and listen to some messages and stuff, and it's like you get the idea of what's going on from all that, not necessarily actually things happening, which mm. is kind of cool. Um, I think there's a bit where you're looking out the window and you see an explosion in the distance as you do. <laughs> it's like um, it's just massively well crafted, and then you have to go through this whole like you know the panic in the streets stuff starts to happen with the runners about and. Uh, and you're like, oh god, get out of the way! And then you get into a car. Like, there's a bit of a bit of bit in a car where you're running away. You don't. You have very little control during most of this, but it's, um, it's just so well done, <laughs> so yeah. well done. Okay. Yeah, that's sounding tempting. <laughs> Man, there's so much going on at the end of Bioshock as well. There's like, there's the, well, there's the rapture bit, and there's the spoilers. <laughs> Not yeah. that that's a big bit or anything and there's all the crazy reveals of there's various different sort of things that get revealed at once really it, it mm. takes like 20 minutes or something doesn't it yeah yeah it's it's a big old sequence yeah um there's always a girl yeah and there's always a lighthouse there's always a man yeah mm. that stuff and then there's who you are and all that stuff yeah. So it's like a whole bunch of stuff. And a lot of it I didn't I didn't figure out as well. The first time, like, no. I don't know if it completely, it, it, it wows you, but I don't know if it completely communicates what actually... No, it's, it's, perhaps, it's perhaps a little rapid. Yeah. Um, but uh, a even lot though of stuff it's long, that, there's just but, so yeah. much to say, yeah. And a lot of it was that the game is paced in such a way. I think perhaps like, that is one of Bioshock's biggest flaws, I suppose, is that uh, you know, as much as I, get rap- I got wrapped up in that world... Um, it doesn't necessarily explain itself enough as you're going through. It's like it's all in that dump at the end, mm. and you're just like, "Wait, what? What happened? How did all this stuff come about?" And it's as soon as you start tear jumping, things just get real confusing, and it's yeah, yeah. It becomes very little actual plot, I suppose. Yeah, from that like point onwards until the ending wraps it all up. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a shame like earlier in the story that they had those, you walk through those tears and then it's like a different world from the one you left. But and therefore the, the, no the real... coherence of that world is then sort of shattered a little. Yeah. And, and I know no that's real... kind of the point, but it's like, from a narrative perspective, you kind of lose where you are and touch. Yeah, because they never kind of r- r- loop it back and say, oh, this was the world you left or whatever. Yeah, like so you it's jump into like, the, rev- the the bit with the revolution happening and somehow you're the instigator of it all. And you're like, wait, what? What? Wait, how, how did that wait, happen? Yeah. 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 So, so it doesn't really explain that at the end. Because it's like, there may be a, always be a lighthouse and stuff, but like then there's like multiple versions of the same lighthouse. I don't know. And like, they don't well, seem to have been, each other. There seems to have been like a million different universes around the same story, not just the fact that, you know, you would rapture and... Um, and oh, where the new yeah. city's called Columbia, yeah. And other ones, presumably. Yeah, presumably there's a massive number of variants of those as well that are all occurring and are somehow yeah. tied to one event. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do when they wrap up the DLC of this, like if it will tie into any of those themes or if it's just... Well, let's hope so, because... Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Because going back to Rapture could could shed some, some light on such things. Mm. I mean, I think if we, if we were going to be talking about best character of the year, I might have been tempted to give it to Elizabeth. She's just oh, she's I like the crafty. GTA characters better than Elizabeth personally. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but yes, uh, if, as for moments, then yeah, definitely Bioshock. But then 
uh, Last of Us does seem tempting there. So I think I have to hand it to you, having having done both. Mm-hmm. Last of Us wins. <laughs> Indeed. There we go. Last of Us, best moment. The Last of Us intro sequence. So, yeah. Okay, if anyone hasn't played it, just play the first 20 minutes, you'll see it, then not play the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. like, like, not that I'm saying the rest of the game is terrible, but it's like, you, know, you get the best bit of the game right at the start. Supposedly the next three hours after that bit are pretty bad. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> say that. I, I kind of agree. The, like, the initial grind is a bit confusing. A little... It doesn't doesn't feel so great at first, but then it sort of settles into itself. As you say, as soon as you get out of Boston. But, I think it was Boston. Um, anyway, laziest sequel. Okay. I have one entry for this. How do you only have one? Well, because I'm not sure there are actually that many sequels that are totally late. Oh, well, no, two. <laughs> okay, I have two. Um, the obvious one was COD Ghosts. Yeah. Because it actually does feel like a proper step back this time, or at least they haven't really changed the formula from Modern Warfare 3 like at all. Apart from having um, a really even dumber story than ever. Yeah. Yeah, there's not enough in this one for people to, you know, even the fans are kind of a little bit, yeah, about it. So it's, uh, you know, Kippers is with me on the opinion that Blops 2, probably the strongest entry in the series, but he's a big fan of the multiplayer on Blops 1. But it doesn't yeah. have, like, um, intelligent fish AI and shit. <laughs> <laughs> fish can be out of the way. It's I have like... to say, like, the biggest the biggest improvement, that, the, the thing I like the most about COD Ghosts it's that it runs at a higher res and that there's more texture detail. It's like, it, it, it does make a difference, but that's all yeah, they've changed, awesome. really, of note. Um, so yeah, COD Ghosts. And the other one I thought of was Gears of War again. Yeah, or God of War. Pretty... Was that this year? Was there a God of War yeah, this there year? Yeah, there was. That might also be pretty forgotten. But... I, I didn't even know about this. What, 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 which one was it? Was this a... God of Vita War Ascension. One. I assume that's Vita. I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, that is Vita. Yes, oh, I remember that. But that's still pretty. Uh, still a goddamn lazy sequel because we don't need any more God Wars for Christ's sake. What was it? Well, it might have been PS3. I cannot remember, yeah. but I don't care. No, because God of War. I, bleh, God of War doesn't gel with me. Lazy sequels, Poker Night Two. Because <laughs> it's just oh, fucking poker again. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's that, that's pretty lazy. But poker at the inventory or whatever. Yeah. It is, yeah. Different characters and worse characters. Yeah, worse characters. Definitely worse characters. Except Claptrap, right? <laughs> That's the sort only one. <laughs> it's like, how much Claptrap can you stand, really? No, Claptrap's fine. What else is in this list with numbers after its name? Because <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed 4, we can't count this year because they actually made a... Well, it's because it's different, yeah. more or less. Oh, well, any of, like, New Super Luigi U, obviously... Oh yeah, that was pretty goddamn lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the year of Luigi. New Super Luigi Brothers. Should we have a best like a category for best Luigi game? <laughs> best year of Luigi. We game. don't need to. That's obviously going to be Luigi Mansion. <laughs> if we're talking about only Luigi, rather than games that he is also in, like I guess, it, I guess, yeah, and like, well, I don't know. Is it? Is, you reckon Luigi's Mansion is better than Mario Luigi? No, I think Mario and Luigi's better than Luigi's Mansion, but the, Mario's in it as well. Yeah, but it, did it count as a year of Luigi game? <laughs> Probably, but that's only because Nintendo slapped that on everything with Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Luigi. 
What else? I don't expect DuckTales counts because it's just a remake rather than a sequel. No, I wouldn't say that was lazy. Not saying it was good, but it wasn't lazy. Later Refer 4 was pretty lazy because it was just basically the same assets. It's 50% lazy. Yeah. Because they changed... Yeah, they kept the entire town, which I'm sure must be like 50% of the effort, but then the other half is wildly different. Don't know anything about Lost Planet 3, so that may or may not have been lazy. I don't think that was lazy. Yeah, it was quite different, I think. Oh, no, I do remember that, yeah. Oh, no, wait, I remember, yeah. It had the things like you were a workman rather than... Yeah. And it was like a pre-prequel, really. Yeah, yeah. It was was because, you know, Lost Planet 1 kind of covered the terraforming stuff, and it was... Sort of. Lost Planet 2 was all jungle. (laughs) Yeah. For some reason. For some reason, weirdly, on an ice planet. What else? Just Dance 2014. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty lazy. <laughs> Those games don't change. <laughs> and that's near the end of my list. Anything else? Don't really need to take a talk about any of the sports games because well, that's just, they're always that's, the same. that's a given. Yeah. Hail mm. to. <laughs> Peggle 2. Well, they <laughs> tried. Because can't really do much with that. <laughs> they did their best. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily lazy, like, with the complete art style change. and Well, complete art style for the stuff that's not actually the game. Mm. I yeah, can't really touch the game. Maybe. I still, I just kind of still want to pick that out. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's just Peggle. Yeah, Peggle's awesome. It's fine. It's a fine game, but not that interesting. I guess. It's strangely, like, Moorish. Well, it's like any of the stupid games like that, like the Jordan or whatever. Yeah. There's nothing to it. Still end up but playing it's a time waster. Uh, yeah, so what are you feeling out of that? Look, I quite like Poker Night as the best, <laughs> yeah. as the laziest sequel. That sounds pretty good. But then... But it's so ca- tiny. But it's... Yeah. So but, it's heavy. <laughs> it's so, so tiny. tiny. Uh, but there's... Can we count that because there's less of it to be lazy and they were still lazy? Or is it But that, what could they do is the other question. Yeah, it's <laughs> poker. Like add more variants of the game, like oh. add, add all of the different rules. I don't think that makes it a good game though. Cause COD Ghosts, does that come into the category of that we've talked about before and that it is like a very unlazy but incredibly similar game? <laughs> yeah. That is true. So a lot of work has gone into and making it's actually it like worse now. Yeah, they've actually put effort into making it less good. <laughs> <laughs> but then just duds, man. That's a good show. Well, yeah, but we don't know anything about that. No, show. but that could have been totally different. We wouldn't actually know. <laughs> I really doubt it. <laughs> what do you reckon, Dan? Uh, well, quite like Poker Night, but you're right. It, it might be a bit. It's so lazy. It's not even much content. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> yeah, was the initial game lazy, really? <laughs> well, like a poker game, yeah. <laughs> I guess fairly. <laughs> Is the whole concept lazy? <laughs> sort of. Well, I guess you could say that it's quite bad that it's a sequel and not just like DLC or something. I guess. Why when bring it same. out as a numbered yeah. sequel? Yeah, why, why not just have add all the new characters to the original? Yeah. 
Yeah, that would actually improve the original and stuff because you could have more mixed stuff. Mm, yeah, although that would be a problem presumably because you know the writing is character between specific characters. Oh, is oh it? yeah, uh, that's true. They would have had to. Have I done never actually more. played it. No, so. <laughs> didn't know that they did that. And yeah, that seems. What do you think then? That seems over all right to me. Yeah, it probably is. It probably is, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, because of the reason of like COD is the unlaziest, like most similar sequel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Pokemon Night Two, the laziest sequel of 2013. Uh, you might want to rattle through the next few, I guess, and to get just get to the game of the year. The next ones aren't that important. Um, okay. Like our, our most swear-inducing games. Um, there's been that many uh, Battlefield 4 well hardly we've uh, not really played that, that I guess much. I guess it still winds me up every now and then like like pretty badly Forza 5 multiplayer because <laughs> yep. everyone's a dick yeah um, The Last of Us because stealth right <laughs> you know oh, stealth and me do not get on me. god damn it yeah it's like how the fuck did you know I was there kind of stuff mm. um uh and that's pretty much it out this year. I, I, I probably put awesome noughts on this list as well, but you know. <laughs> Any multiplayer is like, yeah. Yeah, pretty much all multiplayer does that. Yeah. Uh, so maybe for single player, Last of Us is quite impressive that it makes, makes you go. That it makes the list, yeah. Yeah. And perhaps by that logic alone, it should win. Most swear in these things. move on. Stand yeah. still. Okay, fair enough. Uh, games we should have played. What was, what, what was the biggest game in this list that we really should have played? Um, so, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Mm-hmm. Brothers, the most useless subtitle. <laughs> uh, Cod Ghosts, uh, Dota 2, Saints Row 4, Super Mario 3D World, or either of the Zelda releases. Well, the DS one, probably I should have played. Because <laughs> apparently it's fucking awesome, according yeah. to everyone ever. Yeah, I know. That that does sound like the game, the game, perhaps, of 2013. And we haven't played it. Um, I mean, did you play Link to the Past all the way through, Zeg? Uh, I'm pretty sure I did. Okay, yeah, I think you did. <laughs> I haven't, but... Rob should have played Nino Kuni when it was like six quid on PlayStation <laughs> in that sale. Why probably, did you probably, not buy that? Uh, tempted. <laughs> probably still is right now, to be honest. At all, I, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like I bought a lot of games at this point, and I'm like, uh, I've got quite the list. Yeah, Do I, and, and that is and, a hell of a lot one. And, and, yeah, and there's Final Fantasy Thirteen Two sat on the shelf over there for another sixty hours of fun. <laughs> yeah, Nino Kuni, you need to set aside at least sixty hours. They reckon. Because it's quite grindy in places. I'd like to play that. I would. I would really like to play that. Yeah, if just for Welshness. <laughs> just for the Welshness, and not for this. Just for Ghibli the Welshness. Days. Well, how many games have Welsh? <laughs> have a Welsh person in them? Yeah, but it's not like like Wales is quite close to us, relatively speaking. That's slightly less of a rare thing, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> We don't. We don't have. We don't never hear Welsh. We occasionally hear Welsh. We're going on a journey with Tom Jones. <laughs> it's tidy. What category was this again? I lost my train of thought. Game should have played. Oh, right. Yeah, we should have played Nina Cooney. I'd quite like to uh, play that. So I really want to play one. Super Mario 3D World. 
Yeah, well, I, I did play it, so that doesn't really count for me. But I, I didn't play it for very long. But I, I'm thinking of getting a Wii U, so... Yeah. yeah. And I suppose... Pikmin 3 you know, as well. To keep, up, to keep up my position as a Sonic enthusiast, I really should play Sonic Lost World. <laughs> Maybe. It's your requirement. It is my... It's like I require it of myself to play that game. Well, that'll be when you get a Wii U. The Smash Brothers. Yeah, that will happen. Gonna happen. We prob- one of us probably should have played Papers, Please, really, maybe. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I do still want to play that. It's it looks kind of cool. Yeah, that seems like a big one. And for as much as I've seen people playing it on my Steam, this maybe we someone should have potentially looked at Payday too because people in IRC seem to like it. Yeah, I know. I know a few people that are really into it. Like really into it. And it's yeah. gone home, of course. I think we might like Payday. Well, in theory, if we could get together to do it. In sure the same way as Left 4 Dead and all those other games. Yeah. Need, need a team. Damn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Payday. That doesn't look like my sort of thing. Papers, please, though. Probably. You can't play that while I play it. <laughs> but what if you could? Yeah, that's the future, surely. Yeah. <laughs> It would have to be, you'd have to have like some kind of like, what that everyone in the queue is a random multiplayer person and they are just this part of the game like there's one guy and in the have to... not like a million people trying to get through. <laughs> no, no you'd have to be like it'd have to be like a multi-stage application process where you'd each have like a stab that you have to do and check yeah. various things. I guess yeah, <laughs> that could be cool. Someone has to work um, X-ray machines. It'd be like airport security, like. <laughs> Someone and you'd have different disagree. motives or whatever, so you'd have a weak link or whatever, well, yeah. depending on whose family is about to starve, and you'd have secret, to have the information. Yeah. Oh, that could be really good. Actually. Well, if you're listening, papers, please, man. Papers, please, man. Uh, what else is on this list? Maybe one of us should have played Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I'll get to that. I think we will, but I, I, yeah. kind, I know people say don't but i do kind of want to play assassin's creed 3 just you know because i'm so in Got yeah <laughs> well i'm skipping straight four probably when it gets a bit cheaper yeah and that's maybe probably... i just youtube all the story <laughs> three. Oh, I... and and if we if any of us even cared to have the possible even the slightest possibility of playing it we probably should have played tearaway but we can't because we're never going to get beta no <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of that. Cool. Yeah. So that's. The, well, I don't think there needs to be a winner of that category. That's just the okay. game we should have played. It's the shit um, we should have played. So the time spent award, uh, which is you know, does actually. Are we even going to have any ideas for this one as well? Because that's going to be a hell of a problem. Well, I'm I'm not including just games. I'm, I'm including games beyond this year in oh, well, this one. So this is any game. But then we, we know what the answer is because it's Team Fortress Forever. No, come on. Uh, this year, has it really been? Maybe. I'm not sure it has. Animal Crossing like, or something. I've definitely put on like probably 200 hours on that. Team oh, really? I'm still not at 2,000 yet. Okay, so Zach's most played award. That might not be, it might, there might be more than that. I know, because like, because I've probably played, I know, 150 of Starbound maybe by now. Holy shit. <laughs> in that first week. Holy <laughs> well, not, not literally in that first week that's not possible but yeah that's not possible I don't think <laughs> is, it, is it not 
no, not, not if you sleep. Not quite. Not no. for the amount that I sleep. No, <laughs> <laughs> no not quite. Even if you were like 24 airing it, I don't think it's quite there. What else? Oh, where is it? I don't know, I can't either. <laughs> Rob can't do that. No. What are you trying to do? 24 times 7? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't! <laughs> 168, is that right? That sounds Eight. a bit low. 148, I get. <laughs> anyway, maths. God damn. Yeah. In my head. So, yeah. so my list like consists of Awesome Noughts, Guild Wars 2... Yeah, and that's probably the, my, why I reckon the top two most played are for me. Quite a lot of Guild Wars 2. Yeah. I don't know how much I actually played Rogue Legacy, but probably not as much as it seems. Well, I'm only eight hours in, but... I, I reckon for you it was going to be SimCity and Pokemon. Well, yeah. you put a lot of time into Pokemon, man. I don't know if it was that much. I'm pretty sure Fire Emblem is still the number one most played game on my DS because it tracks that. Oh, does it? So uh, it's probably not as much as Pokemon was less than that, apparently. What about Animal Crossing? No, that... Too many short bursts? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I trimmed that amount of time down to the minimum. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put about 60 hours into Awesome Noughts this year. It's pretty good for me. Even though it's not out, even though it didn't come out this year, it's like no. if you want to compare the amount of time that I put into in, into a game that takes no time, it's like somehow I put into like nine hours of Super Hexagon in a game that always takes less than sixty seconds. Yeah, wow, it's pretty good. I've got like thirty three hours on XCOM uh, and like twenty six on Kerbal. Probably got more on GTA. I don't, know. I don't know how many games of Bejeweled Blitz I've played this year. <laughs> Quite a lot. So there you go. That's another non-award. Yeah. That's okay. just listing okay. things. That's that just another recap. That's just this is the lull before the storm. <laughs> because yeah. here it comes. It's not really a storm though. <laughs> what is it? What you reckon it's going to be a whitewash or something? Well, I don't think it's going to take us that long to work it out. Game of the Year 2013. Okay. The nominations I have are, feel free to add to this list. That's so a good I'm sure, I'm sure there will be. Yeah, feel free to add to this list is the first nomination. Made by Robco. <laughs> yeah. In the game fucking division. <laughs> <laughs> um, DMC, colon, Devil May Cry. Worst title of the year. Probably shittest title of the year, yeah. Um, Bioshock Infinite. GTA 5 The Last of Us <laughs> Saying words That's what I thought would be probably the top four so we can add anything else that we think to that Have we got, have um, we got Zach, you must have some to add to that because I don't know, but I don't think Battlefield 4 deserves to be there. I'm not sure there's any launch titles on Xbox that deserve to be there no. um, or PS4 for that matter Um and, and this is only stuff that we've played, so we can't add Zelda and we can't add Mario, um, right. yeah. which would probably be contenders. Probably. Um, there must be some. Zach, I mean, you Tomb must Raider, have some games maybe. of the year. 
that are like I don't know indie games or something like Rogue well, Legacy. Like Rogue Legacy obviously. Yeah, yeah. Surgeon Simulator games. 2013. No, no. I'm no. saying we should put Rogue Legacy up there, maybe. Well, yeah. All right, Rogue Legacy. Okay. Well, I don't think I like Gunpoint as much as some people do, even though it's pretty awesome. Yeah. There wasn't much to it. Yeah, people Probably seem to be that. going a bit crazy over that. I'm not quite sure why. I mean, it's cool and everything. And I mean, awesome. is it something you could like ever want to go back to? You reckon? Or? Well, yeah. Yeah. But it's not that. It's still not that amazing. But anti-chamber. It's a guy's first ever game. I mean, and it's just one yeah. guy. I mean, how is it going to be? Well, no, he had a bit of a team, didn't he? But... I guess. But you know, game of the year we're talking. Yeah, anti-chamber is pretty awesome. Okay. All right. I'll put that in the discussion list. Um, Fire Emblem was not sufficiently advanced was. <laughs> Damn it. What about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon or some shit? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's a game of the year. Is that going to be game of the year? I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know. What about Animal Crossing? God damn it. That's, it. that's, not, no. that's not either. That's just like, okay. here's more Animal Crossing. Easily, no. I, I deleted know. that motherfucker. I know. <laughs> that's yeah, how you can tell. I'm, yeah, I'm, but I'm you very, played I'm a ton of it. I'm impressed by that. Yeah. Just, just the fact you deleted it is kind of... Well, you didn't get space. to see the crazy New Year stuff they had on. No, that's like the last thing I was actually. What really I was like waiting for the New Year stuff to happen so I could send my DS to get it's the speaker that doesn't work repaired. Right. Oh right. Yeah. And I'm still not sure whether I'm actually going to do that. I was actually thinking of just like waiting as long as possible just to like because I think every time you send it in for repairs, the warranty extends a year. Oh, awesome! <laughs> so yeah. maybe I should just wait until the last possible moment for that inconsequential repair because I use headphones most of the time <laughs> and then just extend the warranty some more oh that would be excellent <laughs> but now I can't because I said it and, Microsoft, and Nintendo will find us dun, 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 dun. yeah because Nintendo worked with the NSA <laughs> yeah clearly <laughs> so how are we uh, going to start uh, eliminating if this is our list let's talk games well we've got yeah, we've it's got like s- all of six it's not going to take very long yeah we've got six to go okay. so it's not, not, an, not a massive list so Naturally, I think some of this may come down to what we, what multiples of us have played, so we each have an opinion. Because some of these, I don't think. Well, I don't think any of us have really played multiples of those, have we? Apart from Rogue Legacy. Well, Rogue Legacy have played. Bioshock, Dan and I have played. Yeah. Um, Antichamber, I've seen most of, so that sort of counts. <laughs> so um, yeah, I feel uh, like. I mean, uh, uh, it seems like but, possibly Bioshock has an unfair advantage because me and you have both played it. Mm. which I don't think we should skew I mean sometimes things have come down to that yeah with us but <laughs> that's true that's true they have before but I, I have a feeling that it's it might slide towards Bioshock Infinite when it maybe it doesn't deserve it but I can't tell no I, I honestly I don't want to give it to Bioshock yeah um, I think I don't either really <laughs> I think it sets a very unique world and it sets a very great aesthetic and it's aesthetic yeah, properly. I think um, it's great. It's a brilliant game. Brilliant game. And, but yeah, the combat for me didn't work. Um, I didn't like it. And like the fights with the handymen are just. They're the worst parts of that game. They're kind of awful. a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It is a tense encounter, but I don't think the handyman is fun to fight against. No, he just sort of they're, appears out of nowhere and just. They're just stomps too fast you. Yeah. and yeah. They, they can kill you in two hits, and those two hits are pretty unavoidable. And it's um, almost impossible to actually shoot them in the. In the chest or wherever you're supposed the to shoot spot, them. Yeah. yeah. And there's that achievement. Yeah. Hit, hit like, the weak spot for massive damage. And... 
And there's an achievement for killing them by only hitting them in the weak spot, which is impossible. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Anyway, it's just uh, that that comes across as the combat. I don't. Yeah, just doesn't gel with me at all. Um, Which is a shame. Um, Because I think if they'd got that right, that perhaps it was a shoe in. Yeah, pretty much. But because it doesn't, I don't look back on that part of the game fondly. I look park on part. Yeah, look back on everything around it fondly. The stupid songbird fight at the end. I mean, goddamn. Yeah, that was dumb. Although then, then immediately afterwards, you had that awesome ending. So. <laughs> yeah, but that last section didn't enjoy. And it's a. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't think that can. The story was good, though, to win I guess. it. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't quite. But yeah. It's cool though. It's a brilliant yeah. game, but I don't know if it deserves to win it. Yeah, I think I would probably pick for you know for my games that I've played, I would probably pick GTA over Infinite. Uh, but you guys mm. haven't played that, so you probably won't have an opinion on that one. No, I mean I've, I've watched a, a, a chunk of GTA, and what I've seen of it, it does seem like, as I sort of alluded to, I think earlier in the year, it does feel like a GTA game oh, I kind of want to play, which is sort of new <laughs> that hasn't really happened for any of the 3d gtas i mean i played four thinking that perhaps i sh- should more than i want to <laughs> if you know what i mean and that kind of happened with red dead redemption i didn't really necessarily want to start that but then i did and loved it right. but i started four and I, GTA <laughs> just did not get on totally the opposite yeah but but gta 5 at least it looks like a game i might Sorry, it looks like a game I think I can enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so that says something, and like okay. you know, from watching it, like it is GTA, but like with pretty much every part of it improved. Um, which but that's I, I the thing; it's the, not. I mean, it's it's not innovating in its um, core, in its like yeah, Grand Theft Auto. I mean, it is innovating in its story; like it is different to have. It's much better, I think. I mean, it's it really it's cut it's out. Pulled, the, they pulled off so the, the multiple character thing really well. Uh, I suppose most importantly new. for me, it's cut out the crap that I don't like. Right, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it has done which, that, and it has streamlined Which immediately stuff. elevates it, yeah. Yeah, and the um, the, sh- the shooting is better and stuff, and it just hangs together really well. But it's like, people aren't... It's not as exciting as... It, maybe it's not as exciting as four because it's quite a long time since then, and like that was amazing to have that world in somewhat HD ish or whatever. Mm. It was a huge step up, and this is like it looks amazing. It looks great, a lot better than four. But like this is when the new generation is coming out, and like you just imagine what you could do now. You know? Sure. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think strange time for a GTA. I think to come me, out. The thing for me about that game is I think I'm gonna I would play it and I think I would have a good time, but I don't think I would have a great time. Well, my main you know I mean? my main thing about GTA Five was I was really looking up forward to it and I really enjoyed it, but I I still think Red Dead was better. So that's yeah, big, yeah. And it's when you say things like that that make me slightly concerned. Yeah, oh, I mean, not that there weren't problems with Red Dead or whatever. That sure, uh, sure. I mean, there, there are things in GTA Five that are better than in Red Dead for certain. Uh, I mean, you know. your cars don't randomly die. Exactly, exactly. And you have cars, and I like driving cars around. And <laughs> so well, horses that's were cool. cool. Horses were cool. Horses were cool. But you have to. Horses were cool, but it was kind of tap, 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 hold, 
tap 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 hold uh, uh, whatever and you weren't like weaving yeah. through traffic and stuff i think the actual act of driving in like gta is like a fun thing in itself once you get good at it or whatever so and then especially that you know every time they they change the handling and somehow every time it gets better so yeah the handling does look a lot nicer this time it's like yeah. the handling in gta 4 looks real realistic but you know, it's really wasty suspension this yeah. but it's like a, it's it's a fucking nightmare on a controller <laughs> yeah it's true honestly and also, um, LA is just a city for driving and not for walking or doing anything else. So it's kind of perfect for GTA. I mean, if they did London, it would be really difficult because it's not really designed for driving around in a car because it was made before cars. But LA yeah, is they... like, pretty much made for cars. Yeah, not unless they do it on the outskirts or at night. <laughs> I guess. Because yeah. you couldn't really drive in London during the day. <laughs> be a very boring game. <laughs> No, you'd just be traffic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I think I get the feeling like if, if, my, that if I played it, my impression would come out of, in the similar vein to what Kip, how Kipper's described it when we quizzed him about it, which was, it's all right. Hmm. I don't, you know, I don't think I'll be blown away by it, but, it's, but I don't think I'd have a bad time with it. No, but I mean that we're talking about game of the year, not game you wouldn't don't think you'd have yeah, a bad time. You know with. what I mean? I, yeah, that's that's my point. I think I would <laughs> like trouble. be. Yeah, it would be. I don't think I'd have many flaws with it necessarily, but just that not any one part wowed me. Mm. Um, apart from maybe the lighting, <laughs> which is real nice. Which is real. All nice. the te- all the technical side, but I could get over that in a few hours. <laughs> Okay, so um, that's that's kind of my games that I played, kind of discounted probably. So even though they're they're really good, but I don't think they they are really it, good. So, yeah. I, um, so what do we got? Uh, uh, don't, so don't my cry. Yeah, that was my early pick mm-hmm. of the year. Was, was was DMC just because it is so batshit crazy and so inventive and so creative, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> to try and coin the phrase, what is it? Action character character action, character action genre. Yeah, yeah. Um, to to use that moniker, it's one of those games that I actually got into, like in a big way, because um, I never really got into the original DMC that much or any of its sequels. Um, God of War just doesn't appeal at all. Um, I reckon I could like Bayonetta, but never really tried it, um, other than the demo. Um, but DMC, man, that just grabbed me, and I played for it twice on. Like normal difficulty and on its hard difficulty, and then most of the way through it on its one of its stupid, like everything dies in one hit difficulty levels. And that has to say something. Oh, definitely. Well, um, so uh, let's put up um, uh, DMC versus Rogue Legacy here. Um, since you have played both of those, I know you're sure. Familiar. Well, yeah, Rogue, Rogue Legacy, it's hard. Well, I can't do a comparison thing here, but, uh, you know. We can't compare these two anyway because they're totally different. They're totally different, but Rogue Legacy has that I cannot put it down feeling. Like, I don't think, pretty much like unlike anything else I've played this year, I think, to have like, sunk eight hours into it in the space of a couple of days yeah. is, by my standards, pretty great. <laughs> um, it's just... It's almost unexplainable. I don't know. As I say, I like the, the, the sound engine. Uh, there's something nice about that feel of the sound. Everything's crunchy. Everything has impact. Um, it's not, it doesn't necessarily feel very cheap. 
for random generation very often. I mean, occasionally right. you'll get a room that is just an outright bastard and yeah. like, there'll be yeah. just stuff spawning in the doorway occasionally and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Nothing I can do about this. Um, which is the worst. But it's probably that is the worst that that game can do, really. I mean, the bosses are hard, but they're not insurmountable, well, like, except for the Neo ones. And they do get kind of like compared to compared to when you're finishing the game all of the bosses are like super easy mm. and they don't get harder in the like the new game plus runs right okay the bosses stay the same just everything else gets harder so you can redo the bosses once you reach new game plus can you yeah okay yeah. so yeah that's worth noting i'm like i haven't finished it but i am like a hundred odd runs in um i haven't even attempted the bloody darkness yet i went in there once and died immediately oh yeah no, <laughs> really yeah it's, it's just not like as, the, yeah, it's not as like batshit crazy as um, Devil May Cry though, because hey, it's not all no, craft. No, yeah. it's not. But it, it is a, it's 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 kind of focused in what it does, but it just does that thing really well. That it's the constant sense of progression. Like because most of the time, even if you have a fairly shit run, you may have you've probably got enough cash to upgrade something. Yeah. Um, so you're always getting stronger, and that always means yeah. that the next run you feel like you can do better. And that's the key, isn't it, to the whole so game? So you just though. do it again. Yeah, you finish it, finish a run, and you're just like, uh, one more, <laughs> uh, just one more. And it's like the only it's like time civilization I guess, or something. One more turn. Yeah. Literally. I mean, I do find that maybe not not all the classes are massively useful. Well, no, like the majority of them are totally useless. Like, yeah, the miner. Well, the miner's okay if you just want to make a cash run. I guess, but even you don't make an, enough of a difference. Like the thirty percent bonus isn't enough. Oh, really. that's quite a lot. Well, but I've already got like a thirty percent bonus on through upgrades, and it's yeah, like it's I, nice. I can I can get more by not dying. Then <laughs> yeah, but if you're good with the if you're good enough to avoid getting hit, you can do a long minor run and get tons of cash. Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, well, you <laughs> so, need to get better then. Yeah, not yet. I'm but, uh, not there. Yet. I guess that's really a problem of like I think the minor class is it's sort of a weird. This is like a weird problem with the game, but not really. Is that like it unlocks really early, relatively speaking, mm. which is good in theory because it's like yeah, you can get more money to help you up the tech tree. But it's you so can't underpowered. because you're yeah, <laughs> you're literally not very well. It's like the class is underpowered, and at that point, you're probably not very good at the actual game. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd probably do the best with the hockage. Well, they, they are Hockage, however you say it. <laughs> it's just because of like the, I mean. The damage, the consistent yeah, damage, consistent output. damage output is really good. Because yeah. I mean, like if you go with the the assassin with the random criticals, once you've buffed your criticals, that could be ludicrously powerful as well. Yeah, I haven't had many good runs with the assassin. The lack of health is kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, so what's the best one, sort of in standard? Well, the best standard is like either paladin or barbarian. Yeah, depending right. on where. I mean, I I think paladin is probably is probably the best, but only if you have enough magic points. If you haven't really invested in magic, it, the, the special ability doesn't really really last enough because you need quite a lot to be able to but shield it, up. But if you have enough magic points to work with the shield and maybe like maybe sacrifice a bit of extra health vampire for magic vampire as well, so you can l- help keep that up, the shield could be like super powerful for mm. just keeping you alive through practically everything. Yeah, I'm just not good at remembering that I have it. Well, yeah, it's kind of awkward. To, and, you know, if you if your buttons are configured in a, in a similar way that I might use them, it's, like, much less easy than the, the, the trigger. Oh, yeah, just it's X for me. Yeah, exactly. It's just left at the defaults. But That's not exactly the most convenient button to remember. It's to quite push. convenient, but, yeah, I just don't, I just don't remember. 
Um, you're switching classes so much, I suppose. That, it's like know, I never remember to use the the hooking skill, but that's because that's actually quite difficult. I want the replacement. Yeah, yeah, I always forget that one as well. You're more likely to just accidentally murder yourself, really. <laughs> yes, yeah, spawn into something. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like a, it's not even a set distance, which is maybe the yeah, most it's random thing. each time. Well, it's not even it's not really even random. It's like it sort of depends on your momentum. Oh, really? Hmm. I mean, I guess that makes sense, but <laughs> yeah. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, and I don't really play as any of the magic classes. No, the magic classes are all too weak. You yeah. just can't handle. I, unless, I, unless I, like, yeah, super leveled up the magic power. But then it would run out. It still would run out. Yeah. Like, no matter how good you siphon or... Um, and your health is so low that you just can't take any hits. Yeah. Just a bit, so I think the game has balance problems <laughs> well, in that regard. I don't but, know if it's really balance problems. It's more just, like, you have to work through the other classes you don't want yeah. until you get the ones you do want. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I haven't unlocked that ability that's at the top of the manor where you can get, you can swap out the children. But yeah, well, it's not even that helpful. I don't even know what that. Or it just sets them to another three random ones. But you can keep doing it. No, just once. Just once. But that's that's something. <laughs> we might as well just be six random ones. You yeah, get another roll, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, so, once you actually get awesome at being able to avoid stuff, you can. I mean, I guess that is theoretically when magic classes might be slightly more useful. But, I mean, I never... I mean, the Lich is good if you want to do the long game. Sort of, but not really, because, well, I'm not sure... Its health cap is pretty high. Yeah, but not high enough. And I'm not sure if they changed it or not not at some point, but now, when I was using the Lich in my new game, Mm. not my new game plus, another new game, when I started fresh, it's like you can only do the health mana swap from the Lich King thing like once. And that doesn't really give you enough. I know, you can do it multiple times. Well, you can in theory, but it only does... If you do it to maximum, you only get one maximum swap. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. Because I mean, you I, used I, to be able I to do keep, it at least... I think I can keep buffing it when I've been playing. Yeah, you can't, because it, it limits it. Like, lots, oh, yeah, presumably there is a limit, but like I can take off... It, what is it, cause it trades half your max health. Yeah, it swaps, for, it swaps man- puts them into magic. magic and health. Yeah. But uh, it's like you can only do if you take it if you just watch your health bar until it goes to maximum and then swap, and that's that's it. That's as much magic points as you can get, and then you oh, can just build it? your health right. bar back up to the maximum again. Right. Or, but I'm sure you could do more than that before. But now, now there's a message that pops up that suggests like you need to level up more to be able to do this. And I'm like, what level is that talking about? Yeah. Is it your actual level? Okay. But yeah, those are okay. If you can just uh, those are uh, that's like that's like a replacement for the barbarian. If you're just going for a, if you're pretty much just doing a boss thing and you just want a shit ton of health, mm. which is kind of helpful in some of the bosses. Yeah. So Zach, but really, um, I know we're discussing Rogue Legacy, but I mean, and we and we and it's difficult to compare with with the other. With say Dead My Cry or even other, but that's always the trouble with Game of the Year is that you have to compare stuff that are almost impossible to compare. That's the trouble. Well, it's impossible for us because we don't play them all. <laughs> yeah, but it, but you've played um, like. Do you prefer Rogue Legacy over Antichamber for Game of the Year? I mean, I don't know. Probably. Just kind probably because it, it's like Antichamber is. It's just a thing that you do once, really. Yeah, I don't know if I'd, yeah. if, if I played through Antichamber ever and go back to it. But. Not, it'd be like Portal. I mean, you have to wait a long time. Yeah, yeah but Portal Stanley was Parable. like a game of the year, pretty much. Oh, you know, which we haven't mentioned at all, but, you know, Stanley Parable, by the way, pretty damn awesome. <laughs> but 
but not game of the year material. But also, like, Antichamber is... It's, it's a sort of... Doesn't feel like it was finished, I guess, really. Right, but yeah. They could have been more. Well, not really they could have been more, but they were just, like, loose ends, and then... It, well, there was the loose... Oh, no, yeah, the loose ends of the pink cubes. Well, the pink cubes, yeah. yeah. And then there's the bit of level that you can go through that just leads to a dead end with a blank room. That's like a super hard oh, yeah. route. Yeah. And then the ending is just like, there's not really any... It's just like... Yeah. <laughs> it might as well be the Fez ending, almost. It's just like, here's some random shit going on, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's not any story or anything, obviously. No, but that's probably fine. Well, yeah. Because there is no story. Well, the, Fez has some... Okay, I think that's the problem. The, the, like, there is no story, but it seems like there should be because of the way this ending goes. Where it's like, oh, look, you follow that black cube thing, and... And oh shit, something's going to happen, and then it just sort of doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> like the, Chamber Two is what happens. Yeah, it's like they almost almost had the places where they could have fit a story and then didn't, but left those bits in. <laughs> so it feels kind of weird. Mm. And the game isn't as big as it could have been. Mm. I think, and I think like it's like they needed to space out. They needed to come up with something else than the block mechanics to space out the block mechanics. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it ended up relying on the blocks too much. Because, you know, the stuff in the early game is really awesome. But then, when as it starts devolving into block puzzles, yeah. then it starts to lose its awesome. Because, I mean, you can not You can only do each of the like the move, movement tricks. Like, those only work like once, like, like infinite stairs and stuff. And then you have to come up with something new, but there, there could have been something else you could have done in a non-Euclidean way with like physics in the world or something that wasn't the block puzzles. Yeah, and the block puzzles weren't non-Euclidean anyway. So, <laughs> so like, can't you come up with something ingenious? What was that? Because was that? What was that other game that came out this year that was sort of like Portal, but you changed the oh, um, the the, uh, the one with the magnets. Uh, maybe you sort of changed the world rather than changing. Oh no, the you're, physics of you're the talking world. about that other that. It's the one where you where the portals are like two different sizes. No, I'm not sure that's it either. <laughs> okay, so that's like three different. Games there was, a, there was, there was one where you could like like set change the world so everything was like super light. Oh, what Quantum well, Conundrum that came it. out last year. That's last it? year, is it? Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Perhaps they, I don't know, some, some of those ideas could have carried over, you mean? or like? Well, I just think they, they could or have... Or perhaps important. Yeah, perhaps the, the, the idea you came up with just then with the size of the portal could be really Well, that's the sort of thing that, I, that, that would have made this game more non-Euclidean than it claimed to be. Because it wasn't actually that non-Euclidean, really. Mm. It was just like a corridor that you walk around and it turns back into itself Portals. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but whereas, like, if they'd done, like, some MCSO shit where it's like you put something on top of something but it's actually really far away but it makes it huge because it's actually close or whatever, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, <laughs> some, that kind of stuff. Some kind of, like, yeah. visual thing that could have worked. Cool. But, yeah, I don't know. That's a lot of effort. It's like... It's, they did. They did a lot with what they had, considering. Mm. Mm. Okay. It, it's mostly what a couple of dudes, isn't it? It's like yeah, well, one guy, not very many people. Yeah, tiny team again. Because they had the technology to do like basically what are invisible portals, essentially, mm. and that was fine. And then they had the block puzzles, 
and and a few other things to do well, with in like, fairness do you say the technology they may have just been like the reason why it looks like it does no because it's not source engine <laughs> well no but you know you know what I mean well, you know why it looks so that why the design of the game is so sparse yeah but that's just that's probably just a matter of the team being small <laughs> they didn't have to texture anything watch maybe yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah depending I'm just saying just saying but anyway, regardless of that, it's not as good as Rogue Legacy overall, probably, in terms of being a game. Rogue, <laughs> Rogue, Legacy, is, Rogue Legacy is basically like Meat Boy. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the control, yeah, it has to be said, the control in Rogue Legacy is super sharp, which is great. Super sharp. So are we down to Rogue Legacy versus... Well, we haven't talked about The Last of Us in terms oh, okay. of its... This sitting there because I don't know you. Well, Zach seen me play brief spells of it. Very brief. Um, well, you were a bit down on this on the story at the end, and also, um, which seemed to be the key thing because you were certainly down on the stealth combat because it's not your style of thing. Yeah, I mean, it sort of has. It sort of has the same problems. Well, the same sort of level of problems, I suppose, as Bioshock. That means that that why why we don't put Bioshock up there, and that uh, where. The Last of Us falls down is not really on any of its execution necessarily, but in in actually in some of it in terms of gameplay, it's in some of its design, and in story, it's in terms of its I don't know lack of a bigger picture, maybe um, lack of a a bigger hook mm. than what get than what happens, and it's sort of unsatisfying ending. Um, but maybe it wasn't going for like a bigger, like world. No, I mean it. It definitely wasn't. It's sort of trying to evoke the feel of The Walking Dead, I guess, and it's a, uh, which is kind of personal. The stories in that are personal. Not we must save the world, and you don't have to do a save the world game every time. But I'm finding it really hard to articulate what I mean with The Last of Us because it's, as I say, I found some of the stealth sections like really awkward. There's a couple of sections that are just flat out bad, um, mechanically. Um, I, I, I sort of like the way everything plays out story-wise, but at the same time, it's never grandiose enough or never hooky enough, I suppose. Mm. I don't know. As it says, it just feels like you're witnessing a year in these in the lives of these guys. You're not witnessing necessarily anything special. I mean, you sort of are, I guess, in Ellie, but nothing comes of it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, okay. Just almost too mundane and realistic for a zombie thriller. Thing. I say nothing comes of it. The ending is kind of all based on Ellie, but it's still... It's sort of a non-ending at the same time. It's weird. I don't know. It doesn't. The story doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth, and maybe that's intentional. I mean, a lot of the story is intentionally bleak, and a lot, and it's not supposed yeah. to be enjoyable in that sense. But in the same time, it doesn't necessarily leave me satisfied with it. At the same time, so it's. But as uh, all of the character interactions are fantastic, like all the minute-to-minute writing is great. All the incidental stuff actually is pretty great. Like when Ellie starts reading from her joke book, like just sort of randomly. <laughs> It's kind of awesome. Do you prefer Ellie to um, Elizabeth in terms of characters? Of the They're both pretty order? great, honestly. They are, they are both really great, really believable characters. I, I, I love the stuff when they're, they, they're talking about... Because Ellie was born into the world as it is with the zombies. 
Um, and I love the stuff when they're talking about things like films and stuff. And it's like, people yeah. used to do that. And she seems like, uh, or um, reading someone's diary and they're wor- worried about makeup and boys. And she's like, I don't, I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And that stuff's great. Twilight, so it's what all is the, the appeal? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's all the detail work in that game is phenomenal, but it's the big pick, you know, the bigger sides of it that I don't, that don't gel with me. Mm. Um, so are you taking... It's, just, it's <clears throat> just not necessarily that fun to play either until you get to the late game and you're kitted out and kind of powerful. And then it kind of gets a bit more fun. But Because yep. stuff just becomes a bit more combat-y rather than stealthy. But Cool. That often happens, doesn't it, with stealth games? Yeah. They actually get less stealthy as they go along. Because you can afford to cock up. So, um... And I'm pretty sure there's an enemy type I never saw. <laughs> oh, really? I don't think I ever saw the Stalker. Or at least I have no idea what it was. <laughs> but there's an achievement for, like, stabbing a Stalker before it sees you, but... Oh, no, I might have done. They might have just been a certain type of... Oh, I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. They're, I think they're pretty similar to the runners, but they're supposed to like sneak around and creep up on you and stuff. But I don't think I ever saw that. So, are you? Um, is Last of Us better than Bioshock? It's probably just a little. Okay. Honestly, cool. if I was putting them side by side, I think I'd rate Last of Us as on the achievement side. You see what I mean? The, the achievement of that game is incredible, as Naughty Dog stuff always is. Um, and it does a lot of stuff brilliantly. Um, but ultimately, I think the gameplay probably hangs together slightly better than... I probably hate the gameplay in Last of Us less than I didn't get on with the combat of Bioshock. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I think both of, the game, both of the game's strong points are the not-game stuff. <laughs> so maybe that rules wow. both of them out. <laughs> I think we could safely say that the Rogue Legacy strong point is the game stuff. Yep. That's all, it, that's all it has, and it does it very, very well. But I like DMC's story stuff as well. It's like tongue in cheek. The acting is good. The uh, well, you know, Ninja Theory have a pretty good like motion capture setup that they use, thanks to what's his face on it when they worked on Enslaved. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Golem guy. His name now. Yeah, yeah Golem Circus. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, so all that stuff's really great. Um, I love the interactions. I love the sort of jokes. The insults that fly back and forth during boss fights are kind of cool. Um, very crude, but kind of cool, kind of fitting. There's pretty much nothing out of place about DMC. It's just a... And pretty much every time you fuck up, it's mostly because of you. You know, It's one of those games where you don't necessarily feel hard done by because of a sequence of events. Hmm. Like you know, there, there was there there probably was a way for you to get out of that. <laughs> when you die, um, that's always the key feeling for not being cheated. Yeah, yeah, feeling cheated at least. Hmm. So strong list, I think we're left with. Um, <laughs> well, you're gonna have to choose between uh, 
Like you choose something the last of us and um then may cry for a start. Uh DMC, easy. Okay. So now it is DMC Oops. and Rogue Legacy. I guess. So you and Zach better fight. I don't know if Zach's seen the Rogue uh, much Devil May Cry. He's seen a bit. Yep, only as much as you saw. I don't know if it I guess the problem we may have with DMC here being a winner is that I'm not convinced it would appeal to either of you. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, think I mean, I'd it enjoy pushes it, my buttons I mean, in just the, in just the right way. Yeah, but I don't that's, think that's it would. It wouldn't. It wouldn't beat GTA for me. I don't think. But I, I'd probably enjoy it. Um, yeah, definitely Bayonetta, right? Come on. I did. I like Bayonetta. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Um, in fact, if I get, a, I get, if I get a Wii U, I can play Bayonetta too. <laughs> that's true. But is it partly because of its style? Not necessarily the gameplay. Or... Yeah, because Bayonetta was totally insanely mental. Yeah, oh. uh, I don't think the gameplay was my standard. Well, it's not my usual type of thing, and I wasn't that good at it. I was all right. I managed to get through it, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to. Well, I'd have to play Devil May Cry. I probably will at some point. But it's not making me think. Oh, I should have got that in the Steam sales even though you're advocating it for Game of the Year, because mm. it isn't my kind of thing, I guess. Exactly. But, I mean, it looks exactly. awesome. I don't know. I mm. bought DLC for it. <laughs> well, that shows you, yeah. Okay. Everyone knows my hatred of DLC, <laughs> clearly. But I want to, I because it's like, it's a, it's the chapter of Virgil, Dante's brother, and it's apparently his play style is, I haven't actually played it yet, but his, his, you know, how you handle him as a character is quite different. It's more of a timing element to it, and that's that in itself sounds pretty interesting as well. And you get to hear more story, yay! Because the story's kind of cool. I should hope so. Yeah. So, so Zach, what's your game of the year? Damn it! <laughs> I mean, what's my game of the year? The ones that I've played. <laughs> Mystery Dungeon. Your favorite <laughs> of the ones that you've played? I mean, I don't know about that. That would be longer. It would be too long a decision. I didn't decide beforehand because I knew it wasn't going to matter. <laughs> My matter. You've got you've got, you've got a contender in the mix already. Yeah, but it's, it's the one game that I played, and therefore it doesn't matter where in my top ten that would have turned up. <laughs> yeah, but you played. What is your top? What your it doesn't top, matter. Yeah, what is your personal list? I don't know. Because that's what I just said. If yeah. there's games that you played that you think are better than Rogue Legacy, then you should no, I don't speak think up. I don't think there's. Well, I think there might be games that I like better than Rogue Legacy, but I don't think they're better than Rogue Legacy. Okay. <laughs> but what do you so, like better? Out of interest. I don't really know, but I'm sure at least one of those. I might like Pokemon more than Rogue Legacy, but I haven't decided really. What, what Mystery the, Dungeon? Okay. Yes, not, not XY. Right. I don't think that's going to win Game of the Year, so yeah, you're quite right. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at Rogue Legacy here. What are you thinking, Rob? Yeah, for the reasons I sort of mentioned before, because I don't think DMC is going to appeal to you guys, I think. And the fact that we all kind of really like... I mean, like, I, like I opened this segment with, it's probably going to fall down the one we all like. That's the trouble. But but Rogue Legacy is strong. I like it's just It is just strong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like me, enough. boy. Just being, just being a game 
it's yeah. just the game, and it's a, a perfect execution of the game. And, it, and it's new, so it doesn't feel old. You know, in the, you know, in the sense that... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, its mechanics don't feel old. I guess. Like, like GTAs do, for example, potentially. <laughs> well, yeah. Because you can't you know, it does, it, does, it does enough with the hand it's dealing that you don't feel like you're just playing retro for retro's sake. Hmm. Yeah. You're playing retro because it's awesome. <laughs> In this case. Yeah. Fuck it, pinjammers. Have... Pinjammers. <laughs> Game of the year. Okay. Well, I feel... No, I'm, I'm, I think we're coming down, about... Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. It's not a... I think it might be the first time we've chosen an indie game. Uh, yeah. For Game not of the Year. Not a AAA title. Yeah, it's quite unusual. I think what, one previously we... year of Meat Boy? <laughs> Uh, we, um, I can't remember Mass Effect 2 or something wasn't it or oh, when yeah, was Meat Boy yeah. yeah I mean we've had Mass Effect 2 we've had Portal 2 what was last year's Guild, Guild Wars, Wars 2. 2 yeah so yeah the 2's yeah, we're breaking the 2 rule shit have we got any 2's we haven't uh, got any 2's no Data 2 game of the year <laughs> it's done Ed okay I think we have it The on on episode 100 of the Salacast we have uh, Salacast game of the year Rogue Legacy <laughs> which I'm gonna go and play now, I think. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. So uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Boop, boop, boop. That was fun. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> that was epic. That was epic. It doesn't feel that epic. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. You're tired. I'm, <laughs> I'm not tired. <laughs> I've set myself on fire. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm hungry. Tired. I'll give you that. Cool. I don't know what we're gonna do for food. Okay. You'll, so I don't know. Stop this recording and then think about that. Yeah, we might get feast. <laughs> Just finish every oh. recording by getting feast. Yeah, why not? Are the, yeah. are the pizza shops open on New Year's Day? I don't know. Probably. I guess you're about to find out. We'll find something out. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We will learn something. Okay. Alrighty. Thank you. You yeah. actually have to stop this recording. So, so, so yeah, everyone say bye. Yep, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.